uh, Zach, you want to read yours, and then Nate, you can read your character and introduce us, as it were. Okay. I think I could probably do that. So I a, uh, am playing a warforged paladin. His name is Sevens. Uh, and Sevens is an amnesiac. He woke up on the field of battle like a significant amount of time, I think, after the Great War had ended. Um, pretty much to a vision that was presented to him. He woke up with this vision of a, like a glowing sword and shield. And uh, he just felt this really strong desire that his work in the world was not done yet. He doesn't know what deity or being or whatever like woke him up or repaired him or resurrected him, but he just knows he's been brought back to do right. something, and he doesn't even know what it is yet. It's on a mission from but Gad. But he's on a mission from Gad. <laughs> His big metal he's god. He's got half a pack of cigarettes, he's wearing sunglasses, and it's dark out. <laughs> Which is weird, considering he doesn't have lungs and he doesn't smoke. Hey, it's 106 <laughs> miles to Sharn, and if he's smoking, then probably something is very wrong. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, It's just are, consequence-free action. They, they are made partly of no wood. lungs. Um, that is, yeah. That's not great. All right, so the Warforge 7 is on a mission from Yat. Uh, I'm going to keep saying that until I get the accent right. I'm sorry in advance. Uh, so Nate introduces to Wits. Yeah, so Wits with a Z. Uh, he is a changeling rogue. He is currently a private eye in the city. Sevens is his uh, assistant, his trustworthy second-hand man. Assistance is so derogatory sounding. Uh, assistant to the friend. regional uh, private eye. <laughs> oh, regional? Are you a district appointed? Uh, assistant is at least a people position. He's not calling you his sword or something. It's just true. Step up, and you up. are kind of an appliance, so I could just be like, "You take those dirty words." <laughs> Tax deductible. That's right. <laughs> uh, so he, um, were you reading off of your character? You're like your report sheet that you did, Zach, or are you just winging no, that? I just, that you I, did. Wing. Yeah. Wings, so he. Whoa. His background, I figured, um, from kind of like an inner city family, that's pretty overall unremarkable. And there may be some, like, slight resentment towards that. Not, like, of the people, but just, like, he was never proud of his family. He never associated with his family because they were just a family, nothing remarkable. Mm -hmm. Uh, He disappeared when the war started. He just disappeared into the military. That's how he got away from where he was. He enlisted. He signed up. He kind of, during that time, developed, like, a knack for black marketeering. For mm-hmm. taking minor, you know, technology, selling it, and that's where he gained a lot of his rogue skills, like lock picking and lies and deception. He found Sevens on a battlefield when he was scavenging that battlefield. Uh, I think the interaction of finding him will leave a little bit loose for now because I'm not sure even we've decided exactly. Yeah, I don't know if we've got a final story on that. That's yeah, so fine. it's a little bit loose for now. But no, can, we uh, can play that out in flashbacks later. And yeah, absolutely. Talk about it. So he. Moved to the city afterwards, signed or started a private eye business. He's a detective. He still has those black marketeering skills. Seven, I think, saw a flyer for a helper uh, for my private eye business, or maybe we saw were just friends or, from the start. Yeah, I don't know a if sign I from stuck with you the, after sorry. you found me on the battlefield, or like you would have brought me back into the city and then I would have gone my own way, and then like a few months later saw that, oh shit, this guy. Like, yeah, I think it'd be pretty like serendipitous if we just kind of parted ways at the battlefield afterwards. 
and then you just kind of showed back up in my life. And I was like, oh. <laughs> or oh, or oh. even you guys had to work together to get off the battlefield safely and alive. Yeah, right? like that, like a long a little like formation a long thing. And then some um, plot SGM um, brought you guys back together once you got back to the city a couple of years down the road. Yeah, like stuck in no man's land uh, yeah. for like a night or something. And we had to a escape. Night? A night? Come on. Bigger. Oh, <laughs> for three years. <laughs> Uh, maybe not that big, but small, you know, small. At least, at least like we have a, a really terrible sense of direction. Well, <laughs> just or, or wandering around, or were you guys besieged well. by something? Like, yeah, I were, think that'd were be you guys good. in a foxhole together? Which, in a very real sense, or yeah, just I like that. Um, so he now is a private eye, which is a trustworthy assistant. He's got some PTSD from the war, and he, uh, quote unquote, abuses. I think a morphine equivalent to get through his days it's not like a recreational abuse it's not to get high it's to get him through his a, day yeah it is, a, it is a medication yes um the correct but as it is addictive and it is um and he is dependent on it is how i see it yes right so so yeah but it's um, like it's like a get home it's like a do it first thing in the morning i get home from a long day and do it to fall asleep but it's not like a get mm-hmm. high on the weekend thing all right um who provides how how do you get that uh i think my black market connections poop give me a name mm. oh my local or, drug dealer down or, uh, the street what would be his name well is well is Daring. it a drug dealer or is it like a respectable pharmacist who like mm, are drugs like that legal in some or common Somewhere? at least um, I mean, there are definitely black market routes, but I mean, I mean, morphine dipped tampons were sold up until the 1920s. I think he might. I think he has the equivalent of a prescription, but it's not strong enough for his tolerance anymore. So he does both. Oh. He gets he has a dealer that we'll call Harvey uh, and also a prescription. OK. All right interesting because he's been doing it for so long that his tolerance is intense at this point Mm -hmm. yeah that's that's the problem so you might even be looking for something a little stronger yeah um or if you told your pharmacist that and oh god so okay yes i can work with that sweet um so who's the dealer character though that's what i need to flesh out i need to get characters into the world that you guys have ties to to kind of lock lock down would it be i mean would it be advantageous to instead of just describing them now like maybe work them into the story and just <clears throat> like more organically meet them i i do want to do that but i want to have at least like a name and a one sentence description and maybe like one characteristic just like the bare bones okay. npc okay. template that i can then run with Oh man, I well I just invented him right now. His name is Harvey. I don't I don't know if Harvey I want to be Birdman. <laughs> attorney at law. <laughs> I don't know if I want him to be like part of a big like uh drug dealing organization, you know, like a cartel might, or just like a local. Be, or he might he might be like so Harvey. Or maybe I think, he becomes, have you seen, he gets involved with a bigger drug dealing organization or, down the line. Have you guys seen White Collar? I know. So 
Uh, in White Collar, he is an art thief who has been arrested. He is now serving his time as a consultant to the FBI on art theft. He has a best friend who is still unarrested and still does criminal activity, but he's just like a really smart tinkering guy that does stuff in his apartment. I think Harvey, the drug dealer, makes his own shit. Smart guy. No really malicious intent. So this is a Heisenberg kind version? I have not seen Breaking Bad, but yes, I I think from what I know. So let's... So in the world, you've got the house Jurasco. The dragon-marked house. They're halflings. And they have healing powers. A little bit of extra blessed healing. But there are also people who fall out or can't afford their services or so I'm trying to figure out, because he's dealing under the table, is he doing it? Why is he dealing under the table? Is it because he needs the money? Or is it because he no longer has access to um, correct or current course of... I think Harvey, the, my drug dealer, is somebody who <laughs> is... He's essentially my informant and my connection to the black market in this city. So somebody I can oh. use to operate outside of the law. He is smart enough that he can make these drugs himself, and he sells it by himself so he doesn't have to have a cut of the profit. He has all of them. Gotcha. So and he then he's dealing yeah. small, just enough to sort of make his own. Yeah. And is, is Harvey a good person? Harvey is he's not a bad person. He breaks the law to make money, but he doesn't, like, murder, you know? Okay. So he's like, anytime I need to do something outside of the law, because we're not the law, but we are a private eye, uh, anytime I need to do something nefarious or outside of the, my normal means, we do it through Harvey. He's our fence. Okay, so he's he's your point of contact, your dealer. We might need a fence a little further up the chain, but Harvey probably knows a guy. Yeah, for sure. Um, all right. Um, what is Harvey? What is Harvey? Uh... I still like the halfling, but I've got other plans for halflings if you want to do something else. Cause... My other options would narratively be like gnome. Well, gnomes are high class, aren't they? Like Not goblins really. or humans. Um, so, Sharn City makeup. Um, 33% human, 17% dwarf, 9% halfling, 9% goblins of all types, 8% gnome, 7 elf, 5 half elf, 4% shifter. 3% changeling, 2% or 1% everything else. I do like dwarf. I was also very much leaning in the dwarf. His, right. And his inspiration is Mozzie from White Collar, who is a short, bald man. So. <laughs> there we go. Perfect. Um, I will try not to make him too Dr. Spechemin from 30 Rock. Um, <laughs> but I've got a clan name here from the wiki page. So I'll call him... Harvey Solderak. Solderak? Just a second. Okay. Beldor Hammerbeard. (laughs) (laughs) I like it's got a rig to it. (laughs) He's given up a life of adventuring and It's got a very nice ring to it. Oh, it's just we're free of the dungeon master. Quick, let's fuck everything up. (laughs) I win D D. And our building um, is like Stark Tower, and it's got big flames on it. And uh, it can lift off from the ground and fly. And I've got a secret helicopter. And 
suit of armor that I put on and lets me fly around and shoot out beams out of my hands. And also you have great big old tits. <laughs> oh, okay. And very nice legs. Uh, I feel like that's hazel more eyes. for you than for me. It might be. Wait, who are we describing now? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. Don't worry about it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so, City Dwarf. Hazel eyes. Good legs for a dwarf. <laughs> Thick with a double C. A great yeah. big bushy beard. He's got some pretty dope welding goggles as well. Perfect. Those are safety goggles, I'll have you know. He was <laughs> trained to handle chemical items. <laughs> I need a drug name generator. What's spice. the iced tea thing? Spice. <laughs> We're going to call it spice. We're not going to do it yet. I'm to uh, unlock genetic memories, but only through his mother's side. <laughs> Made up drug names. I need to watch that movie again, but also I do not need to watch that movie again. <laughs> Lindrim. Lim like Drim? Lindrim. L I N D R I Y M. Alright, what about Sevens? So, other than being with his buddy and business associate, um, is there a better title? Hired Muscle? No, kinder title. What, <laughs> what, would you, what would you put on your engraved business card? Well, does Sevens... Oh, yeah. I don't think Sevens would have a business card, honestly. It's built into his forearm. Uh, uh, he would just yeah <laughs> pop up a little uh, hologram out of his arm. No, just I think, print one from the Im- embedded engraving kit. In his... I think especially initially, at, like right after he started with Wits, that he doesn't really consider himself important enough to be like a partner or deserving of like a title or anything. Like he's he's pretty much there to make sure Wits doesn't kill himself. Uh, or that Wits doesn't kill somebody else, uh, and to essentially like protect him. Uh, okay. Like yeah, he just feels like... like he owes Wits a lot, and... and that's and that's that's a good starting place. But I want to have I want to try and have ties going out from Sevens into the world a little bit. the The amnesia thing is going to make for a lot of good surprises to spring on you for like the rest of his character's life. Yes. But, um, like, you've come to the city, you have a place to power down, you were doing something before you got the job, before you saw the sign, saw the posting, and ended up at the detective, uh, the inquisitive agent, inquisitive, inquisitive. I definitely feel like Sevens has uh, an annoyingly happy and peppy morning ritual where he, like, (laughs) walks to work and, like, greets the newspaper dude and, like, buys a cup of coffee. He would whistle if he had lips. (laughs) He he does have lips. They're just made of wood. So he's got a lot more more control over it. Can you just whistle by excreting steam from various parts of your body? (laughs) 100%. What do you think a flute is? All right, so just like got... whistling out of your knees and elbows. Right, I think I think Wits would like drill little or like Seven would drill little holes in his arms so he could like force steam out in various <laughs> like an arm flute. <laughs> no, I uh, I think Wits like just trying to keep Wits out of trouble is definitely 
for now his primary goal. I think All right. Sevens is pretty. I don't want to call him young because he's not, but he's naive at this point because of his amnesia. Well, he uh, might also be a little burned. Like we had talked about him having formerly been on the vice squad. We right? did talk about that. So if that like a recruit that washed out or something like that. Yeah. So I mean, I think if that's a direction, like I think I'd. Well, what do you, what do you want to do? It's your character. Certainly be okay with like. So maybe that's why he was looking for work. Yeah. Is he had gone into the city after this amnesia and wits had kind of saved him. He was like, mm-hmm. I feel this really strong desire to go out into the world and do good. Uh, be the light, essentially, for the common folk. And he tries out for the force. He gets into it through this academy. He discovers that it's not quite maybe what he was hoping it would be. It's Or expecting. Yeah, expecting. Maybe it's a little morally short. And uh, he... Uh, I think the... the... House Boulevard, the half-lane mobsters are going to take offense to that. Uh, the police force is like slightly corrupt, right? It's a semi-private police force in the largest city. Think New York, eighteen nineties. Sounds like the yeah, picker. So I think, I think it's oh, yeah. pretty. I think it's pretty corrupt, and I think Sevens is really not cool with that. I think Sevens went in with this really like what we would consider to be a naive ideal of, yeah, this is going to be a, we're all in here for the greater good and we're going to do right by people okay. and we're going to protect the little man. And that just wasn't the way it worked. Uh, and after like a few months of that, he was like, I'm out. See you guys. So how, how is sevens maintaining a positive attitude now? Um, he's out of the watch. Is it just, I got a new job, I found the guy who saved me, life is on the right track, so or is there something I else? I think he probably sees Wits as slightly troubled, but heart in the right place kind of person. And someone so, who he thinks he can uh, not necessarily steer in the right path, but work with, and like that Wits will also <laughs> listen to him when he's like, Listen, man, we can't. Gee, you're not his older brother at all. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's, that's a valid point. Like that, I guess. Busted. Um, <laughs> also, Seven's got an emotional support bird, so. That's right. That's right. Oh, God. What do we call the bird? Go back to my notes. Harvey. Uh, I don't think we gave the bird. <laughs> Everyone can be named Harvey. I don't Harvey. think we ever gave the bird a name. You just call it bird. Uh, I want to call the bird uh, Krieger. Oh, God. <laughs> if you've seen the new Danger Island. I have not. That will make more not. sense. So we need a um, uh, name oh, bird. Man, let me go through a, a name generator. Mo. His name is Mo. Mosephine? Mo? Mo. Just Mo. All right. Mo. So many characters we have to remember. You know, it's we'll we'll introduce them and give them a little characterization as we go. Seven's apostrophe parrot. What does Mo look like? What kind of parrot? Mo. What kind of exotic fantasy parrot? I know he needs to be a fantasy parrot, and that's throwing me all my 
biological knowledge goes out the window when it comes to fantasy parrots. That doesn't have to be the case. Mix two. Mix uh, two favorites. I think... Mo the bird is... He's small, he's scaly, he has four legs and a tail. I guess he's just a he's lizard. He's a snow dragon. <laughs> no, I think, I think ha- Mo is... He happened to have a feather in his mouth sticking out. I think Mo is found him. a bird. And I think Mo is something between the size of like... I don't know, maybe like a lovebird and a... Like a conure, nothing huge, not like a big macaw or anything. I think that would be ostentatious. Okay. And no, that's difficult. fine. But he hide. You you have a special spot in your armor where he can hide. Yeah, I was just gonna say, can you have a bird cage built into built your chest, in, please? And he just he just has a little armor <laughs> plate when you need to put Mo to sleep, right? You just I just let him in there. It's combat him. time, Mo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. All right. Can Mo carry messages? Is he sentient, Mo? Not yet. That you guys yeah, know. No, Mo is just Mo. Like I woke up and Mo was on my shoulder, like chirping. Mo is going to be the mother of all MacGuffins at the end of this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying we're we're planting seeds. We're foreshadowing. Um, okay. All right. So, uh, what do you guys remember about last session? Last session, we are trying to find... This is our official recap here. We're trying to find an incriminating skull for uh, uh, like, a con- like a congressman, a cityman that I owe a favor to. We went and we broke up an... Well, let's call it an art party. <laughs> a, 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 yes. Art uh, a bacchanal of sorts. Uh, I identified a girl that I wanted to interview by the name of Anna. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I approached her, she was definitely on drugs. Uh, her eyes changed color, her hair changed color, she flashbanged me, essentially, mm-hmm. escaped to the roof, and was yeah, she, rescued by someone. She ninja smoke bombed, dove off the cliff, or dove off the top of the roof into the fog, because she won initiative, and escaped on a flying vehicle with other allies, but I think there was yeah. something else about her escape. Oh yes, she was revealed to be a changeling during her escape so she could look like anyone but so can you spy versus spy versus robot it'll be great (laughs) Um, Uh, she also dropped some drugs when she left no she didn't a different suspect did she didn't those came from frankie who was frankie who sevens chased down correct correct Mm -hmm. And yep. uh, he took off down a hallway while Wits was dealing with the girl. And so Sevens took off after him. Well, he wasn't Yeah, he wasn't in the main room. And when the other vice watch, when the other watch members sort of found him where he was prepping, like, uh, for becoming half-elves, half-elf teenage boys in angel clothes and Asimar outfits, um, he bolted rather than yes. get arrested with the rest of the crew and actors. He was former... Former... Former Watch. Police. Former Watch. And what race is he? Uh, Hob got one. Frankie Wokow. And the drug he dropped was Lindren, correct? Yeah. It was a, okay. I think I said smack at the time, but we're going with Lindren. Or the, the... I don't know. Lindy Hop? I don't know. There's gonna be some, <laughs> there are going to be some, some weird... Weird names for it. Lindy Hop was my favorite dance from the 20s, by the way. <laughs> there we go. There we go. <laughs> I feel like the Foxtrot might take offense, but there are no shifters in the audience, so we're okay. Um, 
So, and what happened with Frankie, Zach? What do you remember? I, not a lot. That's fine. You handed him over to the guard who was with us. So, Henschel? So you got, so, Watch Sergeant Walter and Sevens chased Frankie out on the roof. Um, Frankie had a hand crossbow, pulled it, it misfired, and the crossbow bolt embedded right as he crumpled to the ground. Um, Walter had snuck up behind him while you had kept his attention. Um, And then, yeah, uh, Frankie was revealed to be carrying drugs, and Walter um, was taking him into custody and going to put him in a single cell and dug out the crossbow bolt head from where it had embedded in a skylight V-shape window and handed it back to you. Basically said, uh, souvenir for your last job with Vice. You'll be missed, partner. Yeah, you'll be missed, buddy, probably. Clanky? I, don't know. <laughs> I feel like Clanky's derogative. <laughs> uh, but that would not be that far out of character. This guy's yeah, kind of a... Walter, like pretty much everybody in this world, he isn't evil, but he ain't good, right? It, you guys really don't know, but he's he's good at being a cop in Vice. That does not necessarily equate to being a good person. He, like everyone else, has scars from this Hundred Years' War that ended just a little bit ago and is trying to make his way in civilian life. And He's definitely made fun of people who had the shakes, like Frankie, before. Definitely rude. But um, a lot of ex-military friends, like, you know, everyone who served, right? Yeah. Um, Yeah, big bluff human... Mostly neck. Mostly when you look at him, the first thing you see is that his neck is bigger than his head. Um, and it's kind of gone to seed since settling into the watch. Um, so you guys you guys are hoping to set up in Calistan, in the lower district. This is close to the red light district, close to the waterfront district, close to the stores, which is where you guys had the bust. But you're down at, like, the very lowest level. Okay. So if we go back over to Sharn here, you can see Lower City. And is incredibly stressful. So I have a question about Sharn, because I, I am pretty unfamiliar with Eberron as a setting in general. Okay. So are yeah. they... Are these towers one solid? So is like the middle city physically connected to the lower city? Like, is it all one... Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, it is a maze of lifts and and stairs and um, like magic discs that float. Remember, Plane of Air is closer here, and so you have a lot more power to magical flight and magical air spells. So it's enabled engineers to build upward. And these are, I think, several miles high until you get up to the skyway. So you're looking at a very vertical city on a peninsula, very cut off from the the um, areas around it by its height. Uh, Is Sharn like the New York City of this world, like the biggest center? Yes, uh, very much so. It is a big center with a lot of mixing pot and a fairly democratic republic. There are other larger cities, 
but none that are as diverse and none that are as um, welcoming to non-dragons and non-Dalcor. Uh, so there, there, there are cities for giants that are mostly in ruins. And there's everything out there. This is just the big sort of human half-elf hub. Um, and I'm still getting to know the setting too, so I may be making some things up on the fly. I'll try and let you know after. That's your uh, that's what the that's prerogative the case, but... of your uh, omniscient, omnipotent, godlike DM powers. <laughs> <laughs> but speaking of that, so you guys, yeah, you. So they're cleaning up the arrest. Uh, they've got the elf director <clears throat> slash producer slash triple threat, right? Henschel um, gave him a last name. I did not give him a last name there. All right. It's Henschel. His name is Henschel Henschel. Henschel actually, the Henchman. I started a, I started a thread on the, the Roll20 forum for NPCs. Um, I figure that's good enough until I, unless I want to go down the Obsidian Portal route. Because I suck at remembering names. Yes, I just got to get that. I need to get that. That's why you got to get here. a detective's notebook. That's, I, no, Sevens doesn't give a shit. Detective notebook. <laughs> Sevens is a robot. He's fine. He'll know what he needs to know when he needs to know Sevens it. Sevens may not necessarily be a very smart uh, Warforged robot. He's just kind of... Uh... And also not the most reliable memory. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's exactly. He's. I think he's a little glitch prone. So he's like, oh, yeah, yeah. I remember names. Henschel's cool. operating on floppy disks. <laughs> yeah, Henschel yeah. seven. <laughs> this is a. This is like uh, portals. You know, thirteen ten, pretty much. And not like the little solid floppy disks, but like the floppy Ooh. floppy disks. <laughs> Five and a half. Exactly. <laughs> Older firmware. Haven't even gotten um, to the zip zip disks yet. Yep. All right. So yeah, Henschel's so, was the director. Henschel's he is was a the half director. Elf. He's a he's an elf, uh, a full namby pamby, um, Aranol elf who's fallen a little bit, but kind of a pain. Um, and the person we're after was one of the artists, correct? Yeah, the person who got away was Anna, who was one of the performers. Um, you, but you, yeah, you were after. Proof that Henschel knew about the scroll. Um, and so you're, you know, they've got these people lined up. A couple of them are just holding like little wrecks of togas over there, trying to maintain some sort of modesty in front of a police lineup that is being very critical and very bullying. Um, you guys come back inside together as Walter is like walking down the row. Um, what do you guys want to do? Because in a little bit, they're going to take these guys into custody. The rich ones are going to get to go home. Frankie's going to be there a while. But like evidence is no longer going to be available to a private inquisitive. What do you guys want to do here? Safe to assume Henschel is rich with connections. Rich in connections. Um, not necessarily rich in coin. Okay. But he's going he's gonna to get to go home. Maybe. Um, he, it kind of depends on how things go and how much he pisses off Walter, because Walter has already come down on him before for this. 
Okay, and do I know who Henschel's boss would be? <clears throat> give me or what organization a, give me an he intelligence works for? Check of some kind. Okay. Do it with advantage because you've been here a couple of years. Um, Fourteen. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I also have like insight and investigation, but I don't know. That's uh, yeah, this than would be um, no. This would be sort of recall. So this would be like. Um, History, local knowledge, something like that. Um, I think just straight into is fine for this. Okay. Um, so you know, the 14, you, you know he used to do work exclusively for um, a middle upper city tier. He had access to the Dragon Mart houses, crafters to help him develop the technology that he's now leveraging to make smut. Um the, the auto drawers, the, the quick captures, the infused inks from on dare that add a special sheen and the illusion of motion to some of these. Um, and they're being, he's using those now, these auto drawers essentially. Yeah, he had people using those on the set um, tonight. Okay, I want to walk up to Walter. Uh... Because he's technically in charge of the crime scene, right? Yeah, he's he's staring down Henschel right in front of you, just like all these poor actors lined up against a musty wall and a big cop in a long coat and a bad hat. Just kind of chewing on a cigarillo in front of this elf, you know, the full half head shorter, but way prettier. Just looking like he's uh, going to eat him or fall on him. You're not sure which. So I want to whisper, I want to like with my back to Henschel, but like whisper in uh, Walter's ear. I was like, Walter, I was wondering if I could get five, ten minutes with Henschel. See if I can help you out here. Well, I've got him for what I need. Um, we can certainly send the other folks down. Is there anything you want me to help with? If you could just make sure that all of these... Walter, we've both done this a long time. All these unimportant people, if you could just go ahead and take care of them. Oh, no, no. You know They're what I meant. very important. They're making me a lot of paperwork. I'm incredibly excited about this. And you can, his expression, sarcasm is very heavy. Um, and if there's anything I can do to lessen that paperwork, and there's a little bit of a murderous gleam, a little threat as he throws some shade at the performers... I wouldn't mind in the least. Well, now that sounds like watch business. I wouldn't know about that, Walter. I'm just here to talk to Henschel. I'm going to go ahead and take him. All right. Uh, and I just, use like, the, I use the side room. I'll, I'll keep Lieutenant Krusk outside. Um, so I, yeah, I just grab Henschel and I walk into that side room. I kind of motion for Sevens to come with me. All right. Um. Yeah. I, uh, I think Sevens definitely just... Uh... Kind of shambles along. Yeah, Henschel looks behind you, kind of semi-stoic, but also a little scared. I, right? uh, I think I'm rough like, with him. I would definitely give Henschel the evil eye, the stink eye, for like Aww. even implicating, murdering, or disposing of all these. No, that was Walter like, that implicated that Walter. Walter. Misjustice. I mean, yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. He he gives you a wink in return. Uh. I you. You're pretty sure he was joking. <laughs> <laughs> giving he, he's giving you guys a chance to play good cop is what. I kind of like think. Walter. I'm going to be honest here. He's he's uh, he's charismatic. He'll finish a beer with you. He just might drop some racist comments in the middle of it. 
Um, well, we're he's from Kansas. That where uncle that everyone has at Thanksgiving. <laughs> Little bit. <Yeah. laughs> Uh, yeah. I definitely feel like Sevens and Wits have not a good cop, bad cop routine worked out, but Sevens, I would under, I would think, knows to look very intimidating when we're oh, interviewing yeah, somebody sure. like this. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, give me a quick, you can both give me a quick insight check. 14's tonight, huh? 15. Yeah, 15. Uh, you guys are both pretty sure that anything that, Hensel honestly looks relieved. Um getting questioned at Walter's hands probably could, would be, have been way more bloody and way more messy and a lot face, more face smashy face problems. Um, <laughs> is there, you, you guys, he's, he's pretty sure you guys at least keep it, you know, at the body. Is um, there a chair in the room? Tell me about the room. This is a set prop room, costume room off the theater. What's in there? I think this is a, this is a small, a dimly lit makeup room, okay. essentially. It's for sure got like a rack of costumes on it too, like showgirl outfit kind of things. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. and like maybe a mirror and a a bra hanging from the mirror. <laughs> so, so what you so you guys look at this and you go, oh, this must have been like Anna's dressing room, the star's dressing room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, it's not. It's not nice, but it is nicer than the building. It, it is it is nicer than everything else, and that's what's yeah, it's important. Got, yeah, it's got the implication. It's got the airs. You know that kind of, like, grungy, still poor, but, like, mm-hmm. airs of niceness that they tried? Yeah, it's got mm-hmm. that going for it. Uh, so, uh, Wits motions at the chair. Doesn't really wait. He kind of just pushes Henschel into the chair. Yeah, Henschel goes down. He's not fighting at all. He's, he's limp. He's a little exhausted. He's... He's trying to figure out what he's going to do because, you know, with that intelligence check, you know, he's worked for a couple different organizations. Um, I will pull up those book names because I don't have them in front of me. But he he had a bad falling out with one of the guys in Sharn. Is he successful? Like, is he good at what he does? He used to be. He used to be... That success used to be... Um, like, he was He was legitimately famous for a couple of years until a run of bad luck, and he claims political, politically motivated enemies, but you're pretty sure it was... I mean, it was all circumstance as far as the, the public was concerned, and the quality of his work dropped off, and then he started doing, uh, stepping out of the sort of high art into the um, art that makes okay. him money. Okay. <clears throat> okay, so I shove him into the chair. Uh, Henschel, is it? You know it is, Wits. You heard him okay. telling me that. He, right, well, I he makes you know, the chair look comfortable. Nice Ooh. I offer him a cigarette. He'll hold out his hand. Okay. Uh, Sevens definitely has a lighter for a finger, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, he just, like, flicks up his thumb. Spark. A little, uh... All right. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you guys give him a, a cigarette. And he looks relieved, if exhausted, and kind of sad, almost. Um, Henschel, I, um... It's been a little bit rough for you recently, huh? Tell me about it, the Dask are not easy to work with. Their aesthetic is so wildly different than 
anything in my milieu. And some of the things they ask for, I'm frankly uncomfortable with. All strictly above board, I would assume. Of course. That's why the Vice Squad is breaking down my door. Also a bit of Listen. sassy. A little sassy. And that's Dask, D-A-S-K? D-A-A-S-K. It's one of the two major uh, criminal factions. There. And uh, what would they... What would happen to you if this, all of this equipment, which I can imagine is only quite expensive, and these actresses are all taken from the desk? Actresses. Um, <laughs> you Have you worked with Vice before? Taken is a temporary condition. Um, they have the money. They will uh, recover much mm, of this I can't equipment. imagine... It's great for you in the interim, though. Oh, I pasted way too much. Um, (laughs) Sorry. That did not format correctly. My bad. Ignore that. I Um, can't imagine it's going to be great for you in the interim, Henschel. I would classify you somewhere below a nuisance and maybe a little bit above expendable, but I wouldn't test that if I were you, would you? Oh, 100%. No, there's no reason for me to test that. I'll go sit in jail for a couple days, meet a couple cute boys, and get, you know, set back, and then someone will say, I owe them more money, and then in, well, what's, what's, a, what's a grain of sand to amount? Yeah, Henschel, I can't imagine that Walter is going to let you go off unscathed here, so it seems to me you're stuck between a rock and a hard place. And you can either tell me what I want to know, and maybe Walter, maybe you beat us up in this room and disappear, or I can hand you over to Henschel and make up some charges. Beat you? You? He points at sevens up. You guys. Wow. Private eye versus the word of a criminal? I mean... Which one do you want to play there? Oh, oh, I thought you were offering me a chance to... Oh, I'm sorry. I misunderstood. Um... I can escort you out of here, and you can walk the streets free. And uh, that'll um, be how will that go, go on with your... Walter? Walter's not going to let that go. He's got a he's got a guy outside listening right now. You, you'll let us handle Walter, though. Hey, I can I can uh, hand you Walt... over to Walter, or you can give me the information you know, that we're looking for here. Give Walter a couple scrolls, and then all of a sudden, all the body it's all body blows, nothing in the face. So, we I've danced this before with him. I mean, I can make up some charges to give to Walter if you would like to go that route. Uh, is there really a need for that? Not if you tell me what I want to know. Well, what do you want to know? You keep dancing around it. I Sevens, uh, I lean in and I go, who's Anna? He, um, so where are you standing when you lean in? Are you I'm, facing him or behind just, him? No, I've been lurking in the corner um, in front of him. <laughs> He's just kind, kind of, of all around the room. <laughs> There's a certain large encompassing uh, mass of sevens. No, I, I've just been leaning in a corner, okay. uh, arms crossed, looking intimidating. So you lean um, forward and ask about Anna, and he's like, whoa. Um, look, she was uh, a new trial tonight. She came highly recommended. Um, Who recommended her? Was someone from House Tarkinen. Um they're just contractors. They arrange talent every I once in a while. I lean in and I flick my thumb again, my lighter thumb, and I hold that flame right under his face. And I go, I need a name. 
Ooh, give me that intimidation check. I can do that. Also, can I retcon that there is definitely a window in this room? If you like, sure. It, it goes out to like a three-foot wide alley and falls that's, 50 that's feet. A, that's a 13 on that intimidation check. All right. Um, yeah, he's he's definitely very aware of your mass and your anger. But he's also not going to give up um, his talent coordinator because that's how he keeps making films, right? Angel, here's the deal. Smut. You tell us the location of the scroll that we're after, and you both know the one we're after. What? And you walk out that window, and then I make sure you get some of your confiscated equipment back tonight. For just the location? Seriously? Do you know how much that thing is worth? This is the first time he's given any indication that he... Um, knows what you're talking about when you've been asking about the scroll. Um, but he's, yeah, he's laughing off his freedom as not enough money for what um, mm. this snuff film could bring him. Sevens, uh, grab him by the feet, hold him out the window. Uh, yeah, I, I do so. I All right. grab his um, feet um, and I just, I think I just probably punch out the window and because uh, sevens <laughs> doesn't give a fuck, and uh, yeah, yeah. I just, uh, nobody's gonna notice. I, yeah, um, I dangle him. You as you're dangling him out the window, um, the the lieutenant, the kind of bossy little guy from before, cracks open the door, looks in to see if everything's okay. Sevens goes, waves. Was he trying? To, was he trying to escape? Says no, we're good. As we're good. as Henschel's like upside down, kind of screaming a little bit, <laughs> terrified. Um, we roll that in- intimidation with advantage. How's that 25, baby? Fuck yeah. (laughs) That's a nat 20. Uh, His composure is shot, um, along with possibly some broken glass and new wounds. Um, So Sevens, I think, would be holding him by shoes or boots um, by his feet, you know? Yeah, by ankles. I think think Sevens would have grabbed around the ankles, because Sevens sevens in his heart does not want to drop him. Like you're, you're putting a person through a glass window that's just been broken. Yeah. So four is going to be left leg. He has a laceration on his left leg from glass. So Wits, uh, he saunters over to him. He takes out a pocket knife that he has, and he kind of holds it up to like the uh, the pants that Wits is or Sevens is holding him by. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't cut it yet, but he, like that's very clear what he's going to do. It takes you a second to get his attention because he keeps looking down and screaming and then looking back up and being upside down is really disorienting, especially out of your own control. Um, yeah, he is he is very terrified. So let me get this straight here, Henschel, buddy. Your options are I cut you down from this window and you fall 50 feet to near certain death or we let you out of this window, you go back to the dusk, you get your equipment back tonight, and um, nobody knows that you gave us the location of the scroll. I think those are your only two options right now. He's he's babbling kind of incoherently. Um, and w- from what you can make of the babbling, forgive me for not acting that out, um, he, there is something else he's afraid of. He's caught between the terror of immediate and violent death and something he's more afraid of. 
I um, kind of hoist him up a little, and I look at him, and I go... He, he flails at you ineffectively, trying, say, trying to grab on for purchase. them or us. You don't know what they're going to do in the future, but I can tell you what we're going to do right now. Uh, he, yeah, he's in between the babbling every once in a while. He, he gains his composure and <laughs> drop me. You hear him spit that out briefly in the middle of, of a question. Seven's pulling back in. Uh, I just kind of, yeah, I bring him back in and I kind of toss him onto the floor. Um, out of curiosity. Okay. Cool. Um, yeah, the lieutenant's closed the door. He's still blocking it. Um, Hengel's now bloody on the ground, grabs it like a, a very skimpy dress to try and press against the glass that, where he's been cut by the glass. Um, he's crawling around on the floor, heading kind of towards the vanity to lever himself back up to the chair. Um, Henschel, uh, tell me the artist that made this scroll, and I'll make sure that the blame with the dosk falls on him. You don't have pull with them. You're too pretty. And and the artist won't help you. They don't have it. It got into bigger hands. It got into way bigger hands. Who has it? Mm-mm. No, no. Drop me out the window. No. That's, we're not going to do that. We're going to give you over to Walter, who will beat you up. Then he might drop you out the window, but it won't be quick. And uh, we're going to confiscate your equipment. And then we're going to make sure that the Dosk get a live version of you. And we're going to make sure that they know that you did try to talk. But we already knew what you had to say. <laughs> Interesting. Sorry, it's GM, not in character. Um, yeah, Henschel looks utterly broken and terrified. And the lieutenant at the door, if if you guys open it, yeah, I knock his, the his jaw is on the floor. He is like, this breaks so much protocol. This is the officious guy from the first one trying to... I I just kind of, like, I stand in front of the... Like, I move over and kind of stand between him and uh, Henschel on the ground just and try to, like, block him so he can't see what's going on. And then I kind of just, like, look at him and close the door in his face. <laughs> All right, then, yeah, you guys have a, a beat-up, bloody, unhappy Henschel in a potential spy's dressing room with the watch taking the people down to their um, air sled to take them back up to Calistan to be processed. Um, Is there anything else in this room? Have we noticed that, like, place? <laughs> now you cool? ask. Um, <laughs> now I ask. Make me that uh, make me a perception check, since we're a little... Seven's that's, not a very smart that's fine. warforge. That's, fine. that's why I keep you around, you big Roomba. That's <laughs> that's an eleven. All right. Uh, um, yeah, that no, is the ten for which the private eye. You guys, Ooh. you guys are clearly distracted. Um, you have just threatened to kill someone. He has failed to tell you what's wrong. You know, someone very scary has it. 
Well, yes. we didn't threaten to kill. We threatened to give you, you threatened to somebody to drop him who would feet. kill. Seriously, you, man. You, you threatened to drop him 50 feet or give him to someone who would kill him. Well, Wits would never actually tell Sevens to drop him 50 feet. Henschel doesn't know that. Yeah, that's fair. You yeah, have no, a rep. I, I think that's fair. <laughs> to maintain. Uh, I, I want to take a different tack here. Sorry, what, um, what was that, Zach? You want to? I want to take a different tact here. All right. I, I can kind of see this isn't working. Um... I look at this poor, pathetic creature whimpering on the floor. Uh, I lay on hands, and I want to heal him for the damage we've done to him. Two by points. Him through a glass. It was window. a it was a pretty superficial cut. It was just messy. Yeah, yeah. I more of a symbolic gesture yeah. than anything. And I want to tell him uh, we will protect him. I say, look, we need to know who has this scroll. We will protect you if you tell us. Okay. Who has it, or where we can find it? Uh, just look at me, man. I'm mighty. <laughs> because you, you, you have big, strong shoes. I see that. We can hide if, you. We know if you can everywhere in this city to squirrel you away. We can protect you. Look, Walter's going to take me in, and. Walter, if, if I'm still Walter alive, owes if me you a can, favor for bringing me in on this job. If you can keep me alive for three days, then I can set things up to get you the information. I look at Wits. Well, there's a lot of paperwork to file. And paperwork, you know how long that can take. Well, that's the good thing about being private. You guys don't have paperwork. Except no, but self-inflicted. Walter does. Walter does. And Walter will have his own questions. Uh, um, I... Wits doesn't give a single fuck about what Walter does to uh, Henschel. Mm-hmm. Like, he doesn't want him to kill him, but he doesn't care how roughed up he gets him. As long as he doesn't kill him and that he and that Wits gets what he wants from Henschel in the end. Alright. So he doesn't care what advanced interrogation techniques they do on him. Um, and that's... How persecuted is Lindren in the city? Um, it's, okay, um, some people see it as a legitimate medicine, but there are definitely people who are abusing it and overusing it, um, hoppers, call them. Um, If, so what, so if Wits, he takes the, one of the vials that was dropped by, um, dropped by Frankie mm -hmm. when he was arrested on the roof, and he slides it into Henschel's chest pocket... And he goes, and that that charge right there, that should take some more time too. Just to add to the charges, you know, more paperwork. And he kind of pats the chest of the shirt that he just slid it into. Okay. We'll keep you. We'll keep you safe in jail for three days. We'll do what we can for you after that. But you got to work with us. So you got to set those things up. Mellow out the night and help me get some sleep. Um, and we'll talk. We'll talk to Walter about not roughing you up. All right. Given your cooperation here. Well, that's very diplomatic of you, but I don't have a lot of... Well, Walter's going to be Walter. All right. I think we should probably just leave at this point. Yeah, I think we've gotten what we need out of Henschel here. All right. So you guys have... Um, let's let's just recap before I lose it and get it in my notes. So you dropped a... You threatened him... And then, after dangling him out a window... We did kind of dangle him out a window. Well, we've done things. Listen, we do things... 
We've done things before. There's no protocol at Witz's detective agency. No, no harm, no foul. Is that the Witz's inquisitives? <laughs> yeah. We do need to come up with a clever name for... Yeah, the agency needs a name. Because oh, sure. that, that door yeah. sign is pending. Like, the plate glass it could, for it the could door just be is, is what agency. this job's going to pay for. And are we insured? Sevitz is going to Are you LLC? Some... That's a good question. It's a good question. You got to make some. You got to talk to. Uh, I need Bennies. I need lots of Bennies. What's the dwarven house? Ah. Hold on. Dragon marks. Dwarves. Yeah, House Cundark. Got to talk to House Cundark about getting that uh, insurance money. Um. So, do I? Do I have anything? Probably not on Walter. Um, you do have one thing. Think about it for a minute, and then tell me what it is. Well, he passed up a drug conviction when he gave us the drugs, Lindren. Yeah, um, he did. Is that the thing? No, no. Okay. That's so he, that's he was... that's too above board. You had something yeah. before, which is why you're here now. Something that you maybe leverage a little bit in order to get you brought along. It's his boss that has the incriminating uh, um, scroll. It's it's not Henschel's boss, but it is someone Henschel is very afraid of. Yes. Who, once he arranges a meeting, right, in a few days, he will tell us who or where this scroll exists. Okay. Right, but though that's not anything on. But no, that's Walter. not what we need for Walter. I mean, so Walter, Walter we we arrested. Well, not arrested, but uh, we took down Frankie up on the roof. Mm-hmm. Right. And yep. we got the crossbow bolt head from Frankie, who tried to kill Walter or mm-hmm. me. He's- He's ex-military. You worked with him on the watch. Ex-military, right? ex-watch. He he might have watched out before Sevens came on. Yeah, I don't think I probably ever knew Frankie, but pretty severe PTSD. Like any time into a stressful situation or where weapons are involved, he just kind of broke down. And it wasn't that he was afraid of the law; it was that he was having a full-on panic PTSD attack as he fled from people with weapons. Frankie did. Frankie did. Yes. Okay, well, I don't know what we have on Walter, then. Think about it for a little bit. Um, and it can be small, it can be big. Maybe you know he frequents a brothel, but you've also had dinner with his wife. It could be... Oh, this is something we're making up. Yeah, yeah. I'm asking you, I'm asking you oh, to tell me. I thought I'm you had dropped you a clue earlier. <laughs> no, no, I was like, I have um, no idea. I apologize. Um, to be more clear, I am asking you to make up a story. I think you've totally slept with his wife. Before I knew it was, I, I wouldn't care either way, but I don't think I knew well, that it was my, his wife. You know, from from what I'm, the, the inspiration for this character, his wife is sort of a home buddy, um, probably self-medicates with drink, and um, tries to avoid making Walter mad. 
So here's what I think. I think you slept with his wife, and she told you something incriminating about Walter. Oh, that's a like that's a his, that's a double whammy. I, I just want to I just want a single a single nugget, something that you saw him do that was a little wrong. Because I don't think you sleeping with his wife is something you could like blackmail him with no. per se. <laughs> hey, buddy, no. I slept with your wife. No, somebody knew that wife was. Know. Yeah, that's something he would Get then um, for. feel a need to. Uh, yeah, so something he did that's you know borderline illegal. Yeah, maybe he hangs out with his yeah, army buddies he, like, too often. Gambles, he like um, gambles on some kind of underground. Maybe we can discover it in play. Maybe this is like a future chit that you can when you have an idea or need leverage, cash it in. So we can just set that aside, like a. Call it a, call it a narrative, Benny. Okay, so all right. Well, we can get back to that then. Yeah, uh, I want to walk up to Walter. All right, go. Okay, he's uh, he's rounding up the last of them and dragging a smoke as Lieutenant Crust hustles the last couple with some vice deputies into the into the air coach. Okay, um, listen, Walter. We uh, we got what we needed from him. We do need some more information though, and. I need you to do me a solid and listen, frankly, I don't care what you do to Henschel, honestly. Uh, Sevens raises his hand and I go, I okay, do. Yeah, please, please, please be please, gentle. He was Please don't kill Henschel. Okay. Um, we, he needs to stay in jail for at least three days and I'll come visit him on the fourth day. That's what we need from you. Krusk said you guys wanted to protect him. You sure he's going to be okay? Do you trust your your, your police force? You, that's not even a question you would ask. Your enforcers. Uh, <laughs> S- sevens would know that. Hmm. No, he no. doesn't. Uh, all right. Listen, Henschel. Uh, you got a lot of paperwork to do here? Why don't we... Uh, listen, I'll escort some of these lesser guys down to the air coach. And, um, you know, if you got a little bit less paperwork to do after that... Well, that's a win-win all around, don't you think? I mean, I've got my own information. I need. I need to see who the drama is busting their gear up. I need to see what the Boromar clan is up to. I need to see if any of the other houses are involved, because this I'll is do, a, let's... an expensive operation, more so than I would expect for Lower Dura. Listen, we'll track down that information for you. We'll make sure you got a little less paperwork to do. You keep Henschel in jail for three days. You keep him safe for three days. I, hey, I I work my shift and I go home. Um, he won't die in my cell or while I'm there. Uh, I I think oh. sevens at this point might offer to Roll. stand guard in the off hours. You you. You don't think you'll need to stand guard. Um, give me an insight check. All right. Um, 19. What did they get? 19. All right. Uh, yeah. You, Walter will do everything he can to keep him safe. Not only because you guys asked, but also because um, Hentrell can answer a lot of questions about the Drask that Walter needs answering. And normally these people are bailed out too fast and too uncooperative, but 
if he's cooperating with you guys about something, Walter doesn't know what yet, then Walter thinks there's a good chance he might turn some evidence and give him a few more names, skulls to go crack. So, All right, so uh, we're in this together, especially yeah, on the draft. He's on board. Um, I'm and still he'll do everything he can this. to keep him safe. I, uh, okay. Just because I know the force and I do not trust everyone on the force, I I'm uneasy. But I, I will been betrayed before. I will go with Henschel on this. All right. So yeah, they load everyone up and head over to the big lift in Kalistan. <clears throat> can I take? Can I escort one of the? Um, is there like a recognizable artist in the group? Like, um, either, like, physically or stature-wise. Tell me about him. I mean, I don't know if there's, like, a famous one there. I, mean, um, I want... Let's say, let's say he's uh, new on the scene, but has an exciting gallery opening next week. Okay, I want to take him by the arm um, while we're walking to the air coach, and I want to find an alleyway. It's right there. Uh, like a dark one. It's right there. Dark is it's not like... hard at 3 a.m. Cool. I drag him into that, and uh, I ask him, so I go... What's his name? What's your name? Yeah. Andre. No, you... you sorry, Nate, <laughs> tell me the character's name. Let's go with... Uh, Tack. T-A-K. Tack Romhar. Okay. Sure. So I take out, like, my notebook, uh, and uh, what's your name? Uh, Tack Romhar? Okay. Weren't you at Tech. one of my galas a month ago? Mm, I never had an appreciation for art. Probably just one of those faces, you know. Listen, <laughs> Tack, you're in a you're in a lot of trouble here. I'm not going to lie to you. That's got several charges: counterfeit art, possession of illegal equipment. Hey, I don't got... own the equipment. I mean, well, that's not what the logbook will say. Listen, Tack, here's what I'm going to do. I uh, I just undo. I lockpick his handcuffs. Uh, give me a sleight of hand. Get an eight. Fun. Pop. My name is Wits. If I ever need information, you're gonna give it to me. All right. Uh. Okay. All right. You're free to go, Tech. Oh, thank you. Um. Yeah. Come by my art opening next week. It's gonna be just on the edge of the old keep and the welcome Sharn's welcome so. I would recommend walking out the dark end of the alley you think yeah and he doesn't walk he runs um, brushes intact hands curled up underneath him to keep him protected we'll call him a dark haired half elf um, and he's yeah he's booking um but he was sincere with his invite and definitely since felt sincere with his gratitude. All right, sevens. I think, uh, back to the office, huh? Uh, I just shrug and kind of just walk after you for sure. That's the conversation ability. I, I uh, before, that's, what I'm here for. <laughs> that's that, uh, that's that eight think... intelligence score. You're going to get all kinds of witty banter. <laughs> <laughs> you know perfect you know you can be witty without being smart charisma is That's its own stat right. um 
All right. So, yeah. Tax off. The last of the prisoners are being, or the last of the um, suspects, correct term, are loaded into the, the paddy wagon, air coach. It's basically a floating box um, with a, a helm. And, yeah, a couple of the cops hang on the outside and ride it back up. And Walter says, you guys, thanks a bunch. Uh, if you need anything, I'll be around the next couple days. And, yeah, let's get a beer on the 4th. Perfect. You know where to find us. All right. So, yeah, that's a good place to end the scene, I think. Anything else you guys want to do while you're here? I mean, the, the... newspaper spin wipe. <laughs> well, not, not even newspaper spin yet. This is just a, a quiet moment. If you guys want to do any searching before... Uh, the rest of the cops come back to truly turn over the crime scene. This would be. Did the I take that uh, crossbow bolt head that Frankie fired at me? Was that given to me? Yeah, you've got it. Yeah, okay. yeah it was yeah, given it was. to you as a. Yeah. Cool. You've uh, got that. Can we go back into Anna's changing room and check around? Absolutely. Again? Yeah, I think as investigators we would definitely go back and absolutely yes. um, no this is a I'm, I'm not even going to make your roll you guys have time now Sevens walks into the doorway you, 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 <laughs> no no he doesn't like even make it he gets distracted by a, a very shapely <laughs> mannequin on his way in and stops to ask for her name before realizing <laughs> and then so embarrassed just <laughs> oh, I'm sorry miss <laughs> yeah you I didn't know Miss, sir, they, er, pronoun panic. <laughs> Are you self-identifying? Yeah. Pronoun panic meets, you know, <laughs> robot awkwardness. That's right. Uh, so, yeah. Um, so, we need a lead. So, you guys are casing around the room, and you, underneath, the in the bottom drawer of the vanity, on the left side, all the way at the back, you find a hidden panel. Um, that is locked. Takes you a minute, but you bust it open. Um, carefully pull it out. In there you have um, what looks like a small bound book emblazoned with a green claw on the cover along with a folding hand crossbow and Sorry, what was engraven on the cover? Um, an emerald claw, a okay. green talon. Um, <clears throat> as you guys case the rest of it, let's get some. Let's do a little. Let's do one of my favorite things, which is a small treasure hoard. Stuff. Shiny stuff. things. I love stuff. Yeah, because you have a bunch of people who were forced to leave in a hurry. Yeah, um, this is definitely the kind of thing that wits would absolutely take to fund the business more without oh, reporting it. Hell yeah. This is, well, this is what his business was. I think right? Sevens is kind of yeah. uncomfortable with that whole strategy, but I think, he, like, he understands that it's, it's for the greater good. You're, or, well, maybe it's be maybe you're being told this will be evidence or this will be uh, presented as evidence. I mean, wits, would you deceive him like that? I would just say it's going into the business. All right. That's fair. That's how I would word it. It's going into the agency. 
right. which you can say like is it going monetarily and is it going in as evidence since we're not a police force i don't have all those and it's just me i don't have those rules it's like written down codes ambiguous. of conduct mm-hmm. yeah it's going into the business all right um so Agency. let's do a quick zero to four small horde um roll me a d100 uh, and someone write this down because I'm gonna forget it. Ninety. Ooh, nice. Um, <laughs> ha, I win. Ninety-two. It was meant to be. <laughs> uh, it's the same category. Um, roll me two d four. Who's treasuring this outfit? Good question. Five. Mister Notebook. So, who's what? I said, who's treasuring this outfit? That's story stuff. Oh, you guys have a couple ideas from a couple of oh, like logistically, who is keeping track yes. of all of our treasure? Ah. Uh, I can. Yeah, someone write it down. You do have that fancy, um, fancy notebook. Well, that's for real life in character leads. <laughs> I've never known that for a <laughs> okay. less cool one. Okay. I'll tell you guys this. But yeah, just be, be careful with the LARPing. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> um,. LARPing's just the next D and D. It is. It is a. It is another gateway. Oh, that's all I'll say. Um, so five. I'm gonna be in a full suit next week with a hat and a like fedora. A, yeah. Week three, I'll be actually doing morphing. Actually doing character. Doing, 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 the, doing the makeup while I'm yeah. morphing, which will be hilarious. Um, eating the lush bath ball. Yeah. Um, so it's a hundred and twenty-five gold piece of small art objects. These are going to be like sketches, finished paintings, little things that were discarded. Um, are these nudes? <laughs> or are these like... It's a good question because Wits would definitely pocket a particularly was, good roll, nude. Yeah, I feel um, like you would. Roll percentile. Or roll a d10. So I'm going to divide that and get a Four. five. So, yeah, two of them. Smutty. Uh, Wits definitely pockets what, one. What, like what is Wits's particular brand of uh of, <laughs> of, of smut? smut? There. Good are question. These, are these elves? Are these dwarves? Are these we don't. We don't. We can go. We can dwarves? dig into that later. We don't have to go too deep into the details. <laughs> that Let's just say we, we get some the, raised eyebrows at a scroll, and it gets the explicit away. tag. Um, but yeah, there's uh, like a wall hanging and a tapestry and uh, an exquisitely carved little vase. They're all probably going to be worth about 25 gold piece. So 125 gold piece and five art objects. Each of you give me a D100. You have to go to advanced roll. Or I can just type in slash roll. Or you can shut up. How about that? You shut up. (laughs) I'm still bigger than you. (laughs) Fight you. In real life? Because I don't know. (laughs) Well, that's a good point. That's a good point. <laughs> yep. Um, so we got an Much 89. Than a 9. Which is a necklace of adaptation. And then a Oh, that's ne- useful is- for a changeling. <laughs> well, what is that? I said, what, do, what I exactly know what that one is. does that do? Necklace. I'm pulling it up. Um, 
necklace. While wearing this necklace, you can breathe normally in any environment. And you have Super useful on, for a creature that doesn't breathe. <laughs> you have advantage on saving throws against harmful gases and vapors. I, I just... Including inhaled poisons. That's definitely going to have to be a wits thing. Let's re-roll that. Um, that's, that doesn't fit. I already wrote it down. Sorry. <laughs> Strike it out. Uh, if you want to, if you want to keep it, it's fine. But. I mean, I would, I would happily prefer that to wits. Uh, I have no need of. Nah, we can reroll it. I'm totally immune to anything that requires me. To Whoa. Okay. Uh, Fifty nine plus three leather armor. Sweet. Except I also can't wear armor. <laughs> <laughs> now, one, you can go to um, a a craftsman and have them work that into your armor. Or you could wear armor and just be wearing plus three leather okay. armor instead of so your heavy I am not carapace. sure Warforge technically can wear armor at all. Pretty sure they can't. Uh, I will check on that, but also plus I've got three it is a now. lot. Yeah, that's that's a big boost. Um, I mean, it's leather, so it's... What is... What is... It's gonna come in at. Can it be just like a particularly fashionable piece of leather clothing that <laughs> Sevens is very excited and vain to wear, <laughs> like a fun belt? <laughs> so, which um, Zach, which uh, Warforged sub race were you? Um, Skirmisher. That's my um, favorite. Yeah, it's mine too. I've worked really long and hard on that. Uh, I am the Envoy. Um, Envoy. But I have integrated okay. protection, and so currently I am wearing a heavy... I have set up my heavy plating armor, which gives me... A... And that's fine. Um, wait, do you have integrated protection as an Envoy? I thought Envoy got... In... No, you do. You absolutely do. do my I? bad. Um, so... I'm going to say, it says you gain no benefit from wearing armor. I'm going to say that unless the armor's benefit is greater than your innate protection. Okay, okay. Uh, so let... Oh, shit, I just closed the player's handbook. <laughs> Damn it! Damn it, Jim. <laughs> All right, and then, so, nine. That is a... If I go back to the right table, um, that is a weapon, plus one. <clears throat> plus one to just like hit uh, plus one to hit and damage um, okay. and go down to that entry so yeah I think I think uh, Sevens will just take that armor and he'll like put it on like an armor pedestal I mean you could also sell it for a lot uh, yeah and honestly it it's uh, really good rogue armor yeah Mr. Rogue uh, it, it Mr. Makes 12 AC for a 12 AC rogue who is pitiful and pathetic in every physical It's like if we go on a particularly dangerous <laughs> if we go on a dangerous mission, it's like a bulletproof vest. It's a ballistic vest. It is yeah, right? it's yes. it's pretty much your heavy kit. Um I'm just checking seven sheet real fast. So you have a long sort of warning. I do have one of those things. Yeah, this could you could have that enchantment transferred for like uh, let's call it 25 gold, 50 gold. Um, and then you get every plus one, long sword of warding. Yeah, we'll we'll see how it goes. I think um, I'm content to keep that armor 
and uh, possibly. I'm, I'm just saying, just because you guys rolled it doesn't mean you have to get it. The leather armor makes way more sense for the rogue. Yeah, so we could have it. We'll have it in storage yeah, for totally. dangerous missions for wits. for wits. It's in the yeah. It's in the the basement storage of the building and, you're opening. Yeah. And then sevens, if you want to apply that plus one to your weapon. Uh, yeah, I think my long sword of warning would love to have a plus one attached to it. All right. So, yeah, in the next day, you guys will do some errands, do some prep. Uh, do we want to sell? I ask sevens. You are uh, particularly fond of art. I don't know. I don't know if Sevens likes art or not. I think here's Sevens. What I, well, here, Sevens might not know either. I know. I think that's Sevens just it. needs to find out. I think here's Maybe my an art gallery initial, opening next week. My initial thoughts are that Seven views art as a really interesting window into like organic races. Does Sevens? Does okay. Sevens want to take the ornate vase? More than just humans in. Eberron and change, 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 humanoids, humanoids, yes, humanoids. Uh, so it's an interesting. So yeah, I think Sevens is not opposed to art. Does Sevens want to take the ornate vase and put it on his desk? At the <laughs> yes. I mean, Harvey will know where to sell the other scrolls, um, but the wall hanging the vase. I think the office could use some sprucing up. I think it's a little dark and dingy in there. Sounds good. I think we could use some. Decor. You realize so you're would... you, okay. So, real quick, you guys realize you're holding the equivalent of 25 years of wages for most of the people that live in your district. You're going to hang that on your wall in your office, which currently does not have a plate glass window. But well, Wits wouldn't. Wits would let Sevens keep the vase, but he would sell the rest. He doesn't okay. care about. Okay. All right. Sevens definitely wants the vase. That's fine. You now okay, have a so fancy vase. A vase. 20 gold pieces then, down from 25? Um, no, sorry. 100, down from 125. They were worth okay, 25 total. gold pieces each. So. Uh, each, okay. Sevens is totally putting flowers in that vase. Right. Some foliage. Uh, the, yeah, it makes it a little hard with the, the, like, the ornate silver work. Every once in a while, he'll overfill it, and like water will gush out the sides. Um, yes, and it kind of tarnishes. Yeah, it you, little, you take but, good care but, of the metal. You you take yeah, good I think care it of the metal. Definitely polishes it every day. Wipes it down. <laughs> this big robot hands. It's, it's you know it's just after washing his own face and oiling his joints. It's just part of his daily routine. Yeah, so like it's just part of the routine. And Sevens is very yep. routine oriented. Right, so let's let's head back to the to the agency then, huh? All right. So yeah, it's well, uh, five yeah. six in the morning now. You guys are rolling in. Right, the sun is. Uh, vaguely illuminating the fogs that cover the area. Um, uh, you've got some errands to run. You've got some other stuff to look into. But you come back to your office complex, which I'm going to say is kind of here in the middle of Calston. And if I go up a level, we might actually see some of the top of that tower. Let's go up a level. And you guys are like right below this. You're real close to the lift that takes you up to this graphic when it eventually loads. Okay. So where is our office in relation to all of this? That's what I want to figure out with you guys. So I'm going to say that you guys are below Harris Folly. Okay. 
so a kind of middle class drinking district um, in this the part just below. I mean, tumble down is definitely lower middle class. But you guys are kind of we'll say over here on the, on the edge of the bazaar in this kind of up here on the north end of Calistan. All right. Okay. All right. Is this a is this a work day normally? Um, every day is a work day. Weekends are not a thing. Ooh, gritty. You know, I think we occasionally just like flip our clothes sign. And, Go have a picnic uh, in the park. That's right. Have a picnic in the park. <laughs> uh, I pull out Mo and let Mo fly around. That's fair. I want to listen, uh, Sevens. Why don't you? Why don't you go take the morning off? I'll chase down a few leads. I'll close up the shop oh, here. I'll I'll just power down, sir. If you don't need me. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. So you guys, by all means, you guys grab some breakfast from a fresh market, wandering your way back through Kalistan as people start to head through there pick up lifts and go down to the warehouse district and waterfront where they work as folks from Sharn's Welcome and the in-district start to go home for the night. Um, this is a rough part of town. Um, this is 6 p.m.? Uh, this is 6 a.m. 6 a.m. So night shift's coming off. There's a work party of Warforged that work even further down, heading over to the Cogspire for their, for their shift. Mm. I want to stash the gold. I definitely have like a secret compartment. Oh, absolutely! You have a little safe. Agency. Yeah, and it's it's a good safe. You is it a yeah. floor safe or is it a wall safe? Um, it's definitely a floor safe under under a rug. Let's say under a rug. Also, the desk is on the rug, and so yeah. basically, sevens is one of the few that's like strong enough to move the desk easily. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. So he's he's also sometimes your key. Um, <laughs> what part of your body is the key? Seven. The greatest treasure in the land. Seven's what part of your body is the key? Yeah. <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> I walked right into that. <laughs> That's fair. Um, <coughs> so yeah, no, so. I just uh, I like lift up the desk with one hand and. Uh, yeah, you you lift it up, you, f- you flip the, the rug back, the metal plate underneath the rug ding, ding, is still in place to keep people from cutting their way through. Um, Do we have any previous assets in there? I would assume anything that you didn't want stolen would I be just kept in like there. Record keeping, how much gold do we have as an agency? Ah... Um, well, I'm going to do the properly dramatic thing and say mothballs. I see. I think it would be thematically, you, you, canonically fun if we were super broke. You, this is our first big. This is this is door. the job that will let you finish paying off and setting up business. All of your other money is tied up in that, and getting the license, okay. and working with the bribes to the watch, and dealing with people up above. So you are. You have trying invested to right now, and you are really hoping that your skills as an inquisitive and Seven's ability to shake people is going to pay off. Okay. Yeah, so I want to 
sevens feel free obviously to do whatever you're gonna do i'm gonna go run errands real quick uh okay i think do i does sevens have his own desk in there yeah or like his okay yeah i'm gonna set up a set my vase up on my desk i'm gonna let mo out to fly around I think it's pretty much just a small room with two desks that face each other. <laughs> so we can stare at each other. Yeah. Day. Yeah, pretty much. Um, <laughs> a really a really slow-moving, rickety fan and a yes. single chair between the two desks some, for suspects. Yeah, some blinds that half-block out the neon light across the way. Mm-hmm. Um, an ashtray near the window. Um, mm-hmm. Bottle of bourbon in, one, in the bottom of one drawer. Bottle of bourbon on the desk. Bottle of bourbon. And... Hey, that one's empty. <laughs> on the window um, That's what. That's what the other medicine's for, right? Maintain yeah. that near. Can Warforged get drunk? Do we have real organs? I don't know. Good question. Let me. I can just like shock you with an electric outlet if you want. <laughs> I used to walk in. I'm like sucking on a power cord. <laughs> <laughs> Sevens. We talked about this. Not in my apartment, young man. <laughs> Because uh-huh. I feel like they're a blend of organic, so I mean, yeah, I mean, but they I don't do, know if they hmm. they do alchemical. They might not eat the same things or drink the same things, but I'm sure inebriants are available. All right, right? Yeah, he's like uh, drinking some weird oil. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a like a, a smoked oil, yes. a smoked saffron oil or something. I don't know, a sa- saffron tinted peat smo- smoked. Hmm. Yeah. All right, I want to. Um, I want to go to the local. I want to go to the bazaar. I want to get two coffees. I'm going to canonically say coffee is a part of this universe. Absolutely. Um, so two coffees, and uh, I want to pay a visit to Harvey. All right, just a second. So he's setting up his desk. Um, let's aim Harvey a visit. So I got to figure out a voice for Harvey. Maybe you'll look up. You said it was white collar crime was the inspiration. White collar, yeah. He is. Uh, they're from New York. Fantasy New York. So city dwarf. So city dwarf. All right. All right. I can roll with that. Yeah, you you show up and um, he's got a, a small pharmacy he runs. Let's say as a as a front. Um, but it's not that reputable. You're in Lower Calliston. Mostly he services people who work there at night and need just a little... Uh, it's more a convenience shop um, with some medicine in the back. Yeah, I definitely just walk in because Mozzie and I are as close to friends as Wits has. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and... I offer him, I bought two coffees, I give him a coffee. He is asleep at the counter. Um, give me a quick uh, perception check. 16. 16. Um, it's pretty weird for him to be asleep. He's normally a hustle and bustle kind of dwarf. Like he's always got something cooking. Um... You look around and go, oh, it's, it's not blood, but hmm, the register's open again. Shit. Mm, been robbed? Oh, he's he's out. Uh, he's got a big lump on the back of his head. Looks like they rolled him. He got outstanding. Um, I want to. I want to check. I know 
I know where he keeps his shit. I want to check his inventory. That is like his illicit drug and uh, other. That's all intact. Um, nobody has messed with that. Okay. Do you I want to go wake him up. That? No. All right. No. He goes, We're friends. Ten. Oh, no. Make it twenty more minutes. Jesus, what hit me? Long, long night, Harvey. I think I bounced off a sky coach and fell down three wards. Oh, wait. I already did. Um, yeah, a couple punks. They just took the petty cash, I think. They don't know how to get any, in the back yet. Please don't show them. Any leads? It's, hey. it's just local trouble. It's their, their parents will talk to them, and they'll come back by and probably make them apologize later. And then I'll lord it over them for a couple weeks, and then they'll do it again when my lording it over them annoys them. And this will be, he was kind of, he starts monologuing a bit and just kind of rambles. Mm. Um, yeah, he's not doing great. He's, uh, he's looking rough. Um, Listen, man, I told you, I mean, I can help you improve your, your security here. I can send sevens over to watch. I mean, if you ever need anything, any, any leads tracked down. Oh, I appreciate that, man. I may take you up on that if these guys come back, because... I mean, they came looking for the better stuff. Your order's ready, by the way. I don't know if you already... Oh, you did. Cool. All right. Um, yeah. Listen, man, I need some information. I slide the coffee to him across the counter. All right, let me down this. Uh, would you mind um, straightening up the shelf for me while I take care of it? And... Yeah, of course. Out of character. Is there, like, a a different face or appearance he knows you by? Does does he know you're um, a changeling? Hmm. Like that's a that's kind of a big deal. I think it would be fun if you kept that a secret yeah. from most people. Like, yeah, I think I have a private eye face. Mm-hmm. That is, we've like it's it's we, we talked about striking Harrison Ford. Yeah. yeah, it's striking if not overly handsome, a little bit grizzled, mm-hmm. maybe like a distinguishing scar. That's what he. That's what he wears ninety nine percent of the time. If he's doing anything illicit, he'll change. But otherwise, that's kind of the face that everyone knows him by. I don't. I'm not sure. I don't think Harvey knows, or at least it's never come I mean, up. I don't know if it's easy to tell. Mistrusted, aren't they? I'll tell you what. Yeah. I'll tell you what. Um, he's been around you a lot, but he's known you long enough that. If he has noticed, he's never said anything. Okay. Yeah, and I've never brought it up. Either. Yeah, he's he's assumed private's private. It's fine. Cool. None of his business. Yeah. So I slide the coffee to him. I, I straighten the shelf. Oh. All well and good. Yeah. Normal. I think it's a pretty normal interaction between us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is. I mean, it's way better than other times. Like this is a low point, but not not like the time that someone actually took the stash and yeah. you guys had to go. And our back. lives are kind of just all low points. So it's like, uh, you know, what was the, what were those tenants from the, yeah. So I, I went back and I listened to a film noir episode of Ken and Robin talk about stuff. And that definition was what I pasted to you guys. I just thought it was too, too perfect. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, the world is a corrupt, implacable, dangerous, and sinful place. And by sinning even just a little bit, you have doomed yourself. 
largely done in response to the Hayes Code, apparently, where all crime had to have a comeuppance, but created some difficult, difficult challenges for story. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. These are kind of bad. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Harvey's, yeah. So I clean up that shelf. Uh, is he is he looking better post coffee? He's looking better. He's he's self medicated a little bit with something a little less strong than what you get. Um, looks like he just tapped a heal potion or a little file of light healing. Got just enough of a perk. Mixes it in with his coffee. It now like sparkles a little bit on top. There's like glitter in the lap, glitter in the foam. Uh, Listen, uh, Harvey, I need to know. Well, everything you know about the Drask, anything they would have connection to art-wise, blackmail-wise. Oh, there. He, he lowers the, the cup from his lips, like glitter foam in his mustache um, and his massive dwarven beard, and just goes, man, they're into just about everything. They're this close to open war with the halflings, the Oromar, and then they're pushing hard. Um, I know they're getting... I mean, we're on the streets, they're getting a lot of money out of Droam. But some new player has been giving, helping them get room to move in. Boromar clan's gotten pushed back, at least around here. Um, I don't know how it is in the other lower lords. They usually don't cross over and leave the peninsula. So, Do we know how they're moving in? How they're clearing space? Um, oh, usual way, accidents protection money, um, shaking mm. folks down. Uh, I know that they did talk about getting into, like, there were a couple guys at the, the bar two nights ago uh, talking about a new thing coming through, photos or raunchy stuff. I'm not even sure. It's not my bag, but... Um, Do you remember who was talking about that? Oh, God. It was some... some Big wig looking troll type, and uh, I want to say a knoll. Might have been a kobold, but it was pretty small if it was a knoll. That was interesting. Yeah, definitely squirrely types. Um, yeah, out of character. Drask really, it is like the monster thug group. Um, they're repped by a lot of different races and. Uh, are very inclusive. Oh, it's nice of them. Uh, but also not afraid to go to extremes and when it gets bad. Um, but yeah, these are okay. these guys have a connection to the west to Droam, which is the monstrous city. Whereas the halflings go out to the plains to the east, so it's a little little jet sharks. If you know. The sharks were actually like shark-faced people, and the jets were halflings, <laughs> riding pterodons. Um, you know. Okay. Mm. Do you know anything about House Tarkinen? They're um, man. People don't talk about them. They're trouble. Um, I only know that they're bad and they're hidden, and they. Something weird about each of them. That's that's all I know. Um, it ain't okay. it ain't worth your life getting mixed up with them. 
Well, never is. Uh, can you tell me anything about this book? I slide across the small book we found. Ooh, on this. gross. Emerald Claw. Um, yeah, they're a merc group out of uh, Karnak, I think, up north. Um, but they've been able to stay busy since the war ended. And Doing all sorts of yeah, above-board things, I presume. Oh, they keep showing up in bad spots. Um, I, I, I'd have to ask around. I didn't know they were back in town. Like, they got a bunch of different little sects, and they know they got a big clan house up in Karnak. Um, but they are trouble. They... You know how some mercenaries do it because they like it, not because they need the money? These guys do it because they love it. Um, like, jobs gone bad because they lost control and ended up killing everyone, including the people they were supposed to rescue. They are bad news. Man, why can't I ever get a tax evasion case? <laughs> I mean, you're in the wrong ward. I keep telling you, you just got to scoot a little higher. You can... I'm working on it, Harvey. I'm working know, on it. I know. Just don't forget me when you do. Harvey, you think I can forget a face like that? Come. Uh, he looks confused. I don't think you've ever seen anything but a beard, but all right. <laughs> uh, out of character, what was the... Did you say the bar that the troll and the knoll from did not. Trost let me... We're hanging out at. Yeah, let me see if there's a Calistan a bar. <clears throat> Why are you? What do you want? Interesting locations. Um, I think it's called the lazy. Let's say the the butchers. It's the butchers. It's a combination shop and bar in Eastbridge. Uh, local knows Knowles really dig it, but and there are a lot of monstrous immigrants that don't have ties to the Drask, but these are the criminal ones. All right. So this is. Listen, uh, listen, Harvey, you gotta go. Um, you really gotta get a handle on it, get a lock on that door or something. I had a lock, but it was open because I was open. I mean, <laughs> they come for their, they need their powders in the middle of the night. It's what, how do you think I pay rent? Come on. Well, I mean, I think we both know a fair amount of your money doesn't come from legitimate operations, Harvey. Hey, hey, hey. How about the doors are locked? Gotta... <laughs> oh, listen, I gotta go, Harvey. You uh, you take care. Yeah, of Yeah, I'll take right? care of the stuff you left back there. Um, are you set for a little bit in case I gotta um, go get dinner with my mom or something? Yeah, I'm good. All right, out of character. Dinner with his mom? He's never mentioned that before. That's a little weird. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, so I give him. Well, if if that's weird, then I want to give him a look that's like inquisitive and it invites a look back if something is up. Nah, he, he waves it off and goes, just just in case. Just in case. Don't have to tell me twice. Alright, you have a good one, Harvey. You too. Take care, Wits. Uh, and yeah, don't go down by the kennels for a little bit. It's uh, it's a little gross down there tonight. The kennels? Uh, it's a, a slum uh, on the south side of the, the area that's basically a cold goblin knoll slum it's a big block of tenements okay um it's not the drask's preferred territory they're 
on a different side of town or side of this district. But the Boromar have a big presence here. So kind of Westbridge, you've got the Halflings, Eastbridge, you've got the Drask Insurgents, um, a few refugees and veteran soldiers, um, but a lot less order. Okay. Let's see. I don't think it actually has those in here. Damn it. Uh, well, I'm sure there's a better map that breaks it down more somewhere. I will keep Googling. <laughs> cool. Um, but yeah, so we'll say kennels are down here. You're right on. You're right on the edge of sort of the east-west uh, divide between the two. So kennels, really poor tenements. Um, east Bridge, Drask, soldiers, veterans, and a few bore, few halflings. West Bridge, halfling, uh, controlled, nicer, uh, more orderly. As long as you pay. Cool. Uh, which is heading back to the agency. All right. Heading back to the agency. Seventh, back at the agency. Um, Wits has been gone for a little while. Uh, there's a knock at the door. I, uh, I get up and I open it. Uh, he- hello? Is this the... This the Wits Inquisitive Agency? It is. And I I step back and I open the door completely. A very, very well-dressed um, in quality but well-oiled working leathers. Uh, a halfling woman standing maybe, you know, three and a half, four feet tall, about, about to your knee. Um walks in and you take a look out behind her um you don't see anyone but very self-possessed very sure of herself all right uh come on in and i i kind of escort her in i shut the door behind her uh and i definitely like plop down in wits's chair behind his desk and i kind of break it a little (laughs) (laughs) there's a little crack (laughs) Um, yeah, she's she's polite enough to not notice, and goes. So you're sevens, right? I am sevens. What can we do for you? Well, I was getting breakfast in the neighborhood. I realized I'd heard your name from a couple folks last night. What does what does Mo like to eat? She pulls out a little, like, slightly crushed muffin from a, a pouch and starts flaking off a couple bits and she, she'll have a bite or two and then lay out a lay out a nice handkerchief uh with a, a ornate bee embroidered on it and sprinkle some uh, muffin crumbs for for mo yeah i uh i whistle i whistle mo over may i also say that it's creepy that she knows my bird's name <laughs> um make me a uh just in, uh, but yeah, no. I call I call Mo over, and uh, Mo kind of hangs out on the desk and checks out those crumbs. Yeah, make me. Um, what would be to recall someone's face to recognize? Um, investigation, perception, investigation, or man, persuade or perception. Yeah, probably perception. Yeah, give me one of those. Let's do one of that. Oh God. 
yeah, you're fine. It's fine. She's she's really nice. She's personal. She's asking how the business is going. She's asking about, um, and she eventually kind of leads you to, I mean, she never brings up any of your activities last night. Um, she asks about your well-being, finds out how you're settling in now that you're out of the car, definitely knows a fair bit about you. Is this one of those really awkward moments where someone really obviously knows who you are, but you just cannot remember <laughs> Absolutely. who they are? So you're just like twiddling your thumbs, kind of like... Because so, <laughs> that happens to me all the time, and I so, hate it. Uh, sevens, we can do this two ways. We can either do this for a little while, or we can have Wit show up um, and, and help. It's up to you. Um, it's all on sevens, man. Yeah, no, I think one, Sevens is uh, one trying to just... Gameplay-wise, because I just had a whole scene, and also I think Sevens takes all these kind of like tertiary jobs all the time, like independently. He's like an answering machine for the <laughs> office. Yeah, but, you know, oh, not needing man. to sleep means, you know, he can do clerical work. That is true. That's great. That is yeah. true. Autoscribe built right into his arm if he wants it. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I, I yeah, ask uh, so, I, uh, ask so her she what just, she's been she just up chats to. And like, ask her... Uh, um, What's she been doing? Keeping, you know, business been a little, little rough. Uh, got some new types moving into the district and trying to figure out how they're getting their their space and trying to figure out why they're being so bold. Honestly, I think. Uh, all right, I want to ask her about these new types. Uh, what are they? What do you mean, new types? Oh, uh, you know, bigger guys, uh, big teeth. Well, one of them's, I think, technically a troll, but uh, I'm not going to judge someone based on the regeneration of their skin, but I will judge them if they eat um, one of my cousins. But yeah, she's... Eat your cousin? You know trolls, troll diet? Uh, you know, unfortunately, Lynn wasn't a nice guy, unfamiliar. but his, his, his dad was my mom's sister. You know, it's... That's fine. <laughs> Aww. Um, but yeah, she's she tells you a little about what's been going on with her. It sounds like this this troll and his thugs have been causing a lot of trouble. Um, and she wanted to check in with you guys and see how you guys were settling in. Um, and is this someone I've worked with before on the force? Uh, no. Okay. No. No. Oh my god, no. Um, I have mentioned her name a couple times, or at least her clan's name a couple times. Um, and I'm going to say that after a while, she she goes, well, you know, this has been a lovely chat, but I, I just heard someone calling outside. Um, I'll stop by next time. And if you guys need any help with this, just come by my club. And where 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 is that? And she again? she leaves she leaves a card. <laughs> she leaves a card. Um, pointing you to ah oh crap. It's the nicest one in the district, and it's the Anvil. Um, it's a little faded and forgotten, but yeah, it is a it is just about the nicest in around. Um. And leaves her card. Ilsa Boromar. 
All right. I, uh, what did I say? Bilsa? Ilsa. I-L-S-A. Ilsa Boromar. Right. Yeah, super nice, fair hair, tied back in a... Definitely, you know, stopped by personally. I kind of um, grabbed a card and I, like, I kind of hold it up in the air, like, at her gesturing, and I say, always a pleasure to see you, Ilsa. Take care, Sevens. We'll see you later. And she goes out, and as she's going down the steps, uh, Wits, you pass her, and um, give me a charisma check. Um, composure of some kind. I suppose deception would work. Performance. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> that is a critical fail. Ooh. Six total, though. Perfect. You don't. Wits you don't recognize falls her either. On the stairs. And you, you, just... you don't recognize her either. But she says hi as, as she goes by and says, "Morning, Wits. Can't wait to hot? see the new sign." Uh, she's yeah, attractive. Middle-aged. Definitely Catholic. look at her as she leaves. Um, just kind of like that that double take where you just kind of yeah. She goes down and joins a a small group of like four halflings, kind of rough types across the street, and shoots you a look over her shoulder as she goes by. Um. Yeah, very attractive. Hmm. Definitely interested in you in some way, um, but also a little scary. And you can't quite remember who she was. <laughs> hmm. It's a good thing that Sevens has her card inside. Yeah, which Wits walks in, shuts the door behind him. Friend of yours? I have no idea, but I do have her card. Outstanding. That's why I keep you around, big guy. <laughs> and I, I. Uh... Stand up, and that chair definitely creaks. A oh yeah, it's it, and, uh, yeah. It, it used to rock a little bit. It does not rock. <laughs> it just kind of seven permanently tilted back like five degrees, more than it's comfortable. Listen, sevens, I'm fine with you taking cases while I'm out. I don't know how many times I have to tell you: use your desk. Don't sit at my desk. We we need to get you a better chair with um, uh-huh. chairs for yeah. As you as you turn over the card though, you see she's written. Uh, there's a, a 20 gold pieces, a 2-0 GP written on the back. A little weird. Okay, that is a little weird. weird. Uh, I want to kind of look over that card. and Do I detect anything else, like, weird about it? Is there, like, a, are there any other marks? Is there a... It takes you a solid 15 minutes of fumbling through your memories and thinking about what Walter was talking about last night and what you've been staring doing blankly at a wall just be like <laughs> every once in a while you like turn and look up lift the card up like right in front of your face like mm, I want to like smell it, it see if there's any like familiar scents on it like that might remind uh, me it, of... it it does uh, smell a little bit like the hyacinth I guess okay. a little exotic perfume on it um, but yeah uh Borum. <sighs> And then it hits you like thunder. That was the head of the Boromar clan around here? She's a senior capo with organized crime? You were trying to bust her for so much stuff when you were on the force? And now she's stopping by and chatting about your bird? And being incredibly nice about it. But oh my god, it's famous for uh, being ruthless without being 
brutal, if that makes sense. So the Bormar clan? Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, I, like, sit up a little straighter at my desk, and I go, Holy shit! Wits! I know who that lady was. Gonna share, or are you just gonna I'm just brag? gonna brag. Uh, okay. So <laughs> no, that was Ilsa. She's the head of the Bormar clan. We were investigating them for ages on the force. They're just... They're behind all kinds of nefarious criminal activities. We never... They run like half of the We could never pin anything on her, though. She's slippery as an eel, that one. <laughs> the watch doesn't like to come down here. <laughs> Largely because of violence from them! Yeah, that's... Yeah, I, uh, I know who the Bormar clan is. Thanks, Sevens. You just let her walk out? She was very nice. Okay. <laughs> Did she say what she wanted? No, she just... We made small talk, and she asked She asked after Mo. It's kind of weird how she knew Mo's name. But, uh... And she just gave me this card, and it has 20 GP written on the back. And told me if we ever needed anything to come by and see her at her club. Hmm. Give me an investigation check. For the card. Not seven strong. It's fine. But it is mine. 27. Which is really good at it. Ooh, a zero. Wow. Wait, did you roll? It rolled twice. My first one would have been a 17. Oh, it's fine. That's, that's still really good because you have minus one. And then you had a natural 20. Um, but 27. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Okay, so... I know where this fucking paper was printed. <laughs> you know the type of paper. Good. I know the ink. Good embossing. But also, mm. there's something just... It's a little too heavily scented. So, after a few minutes, you go, oh, and then you rustle through your drawers, pull out um, a little vial of... Uh, I'm going to say they're itsy bits of crystal beads. And you dip the card into the the jar of crystal beads and it comes out and on there incorporating the, the 20 GP is a is it in beautiful written common script um, if you hear anything more about that scroll stop by and I'll make it worth your while two comma zero 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 GP hmm I which raises an eyebrow at that that is an insane amount of money why would Ilsa be interested well, I mean in what's what's 2,000 gold if you that, can blackmail yes, a council like, person for 5,000 gold a year for the rest of their life Sevens do you ever have any that's a good point Ever have any bad run-ins with her? She trustworthy? Did I? <laughs> um, her her rep is that she is um, doesn't like excessive violence, despises needless cruelty, but is ruthless in protecting her family's interests. She um, honor among thieves. She keeps her word. She keeps her word. Yeah, yeah. I th I think she's trustworthy. I think she is. Not someone to be crossed lightly. Uh, Given what you've heard, yes. I think we'll, we could 
trust her, uh, but I'm not sure we should tell her everything by any means. What's Wits uh, tucks the card in his jacket, the equivalent of his wallet. Mm-hmm. Your little folder. In his again. notebook. In your notebook. Yeah, it's in notebook. your notebook. It's fine. Yeah. Um, speaking of which, where did you guys stash the Emerald Claw notebook? Is it still with with you, Wits? Yeah, it's on my person. Um, All right. It is, it is locked up at the moment with a little arcane sigil and, and stamped. You haven't picked it yet. Okay. Um, That's. I think it would be on my person most of the time, considering it's like the it's a leading piece of evidence. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So if I'm going to interview and ask people about, I want to use that. Um, can I try to pick the lock though? Yeah. Give me an Arcana check. Sixteen. Sixteen. Okay. Um, it takes you a little while. You have to duck out around the corner and get a couple of reagents from the mage right. Um, but you eventually get the right combination of herbs and incantation and um, with a little bit of Seven's help with the technical um, scroll work creating a small ritual circle you get the lock to release. And may I just say that Seven's is proficient with an herbalist kit. So exactly. Certainly... Proficient with an herbalist uh, kit and great proficient muscle memory. Proficient with his penis lock pick. <laughs> yes, so many things. <laughs> his dick pick. <laughs> My dick pick. <laughs> 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 oh, I gotta write that down. Hold on. Oh, <laughs> that is outstanding. outstanding. It's <laughs> canon now. It. It's canon. <laughs> so. One of the things you can take away from her stopping by is that she probably isn't the person who has the scroll, right? If Henschel hadn't given that up and he was working with the Drask temporarily, there's one other group that has been causing problems. And they're known as the Tyrants, um, they're in with a beholder and some other gross aberrations. A little harder, a little meaner. Um, sort of a weird vibe to them every once in a while. Culty vibe. It's not... Yeah. Okay. It's So there's Bormor, Drask, and Tyrants are the main... Yeah, Bormor, the established, old school... Uh, halflings, they've got some ties to the Hospitality Guild, uh, some ties to the Healing Guild, um, but they move a lot of different products through here. And then you have the Drask, who are the new upstarts, moved in, mostly monstrous. And then you've got um, the Tyrants, members of all races, but a lot of changelings and even the doppelgangers who have the mind reading and can fully assume a role. And they specialize in information, forgery, blackmail, fraud, and have stayed out of the Boromar Drass conflict. They're mostly grifters, but they're in with a couple really, really unsavory types. Okay. Oh, Dream Lily. Got it. That was the drug. Uh, Dream Lily is the new stuff coming in that's harder than um, Lindrum. That's this is this stuff is psychoactive. Um, 
It smells like your favorite beverage. There's a higher level of painkiller. So think like um, going out from morphine to barbiturates. Okay. But it, it's like one gold piece a dose. And it only lasts an hour. It is way expensive. Okay. Oh, there are even rules. Well, under the effects of Dream Lily, you are poisoned. You are immune to fear. And the first time you drop to zero hit points without being killed, you drop to one hit point instead. Hmm. It's yeah. like instant half orc. Jesus. Like bath salts. Yeah. Um, crazy. Yeah. So. It's currently. Oh. Noon on the first day, uh, Frankie is in prison and solitary. Henschel's in slightly nicer quarters and guarded, but still in prison, safe. Um, what do you guys want to do? What things uh, do you want in the fire? Do you want to follow up on? How easy is it to travel cities? City to city. That's not hard. Mm-hmm. There's the lightning rail. I'll get you there quick. Um, let's see where. Oh, there's like because we have, we have a bar to go to. Mm-hmm. We're going to the kennels tonight for sure. <laughs> Even though we were told not to, and we have. Hey, Harvey! Harvey's looking out for you. He's not lying. Um, yeah. But as far as getting around other places yeah a lightning rail is one gold piece per day of journey um it's a 30 mile an hour rail that runs between most major cities um there are airships that'll take you there directly but it's five times as um it's, it's expensive it's not cheap but it's fast um and then there's teleportation but that's like a thousand gold piece that's too rich for our blood yeah, and you gotta you gotta go straight to a house or in air, so somewhere the greater dragon mark. Expansive. Um, we also have uh, Do Doan Doan Droam the city Droam Droam yeah. the city where the Drask are getting their money from. Yeah, let me see if I've got a do I have a good Corvair map loaded up already. Well, I think I mean we've been up. All oh, night. yeah. And uh, I think we need to rest rest for the day and then maybe consider checking out the kennels tonight. Yeah, I think so. All right. Yeah. Um, so you guys take a long rest, get some dinner. No one else stops by. Um, some other – we'll figure out the other tenants in your building later. Um, but, yeah, night – Night comes, the fog goes in, the neon lights flicker on. Um, this place is, you know, shady, but people still live here. Uh, there are, like, strips of entertainment districts, uh, a few regional Talenta Plain specialty houses uh, with the, the dinosaur pasta steaks and spaghetti, um, just like Grandma used to make. I don't know why I'm making them an Italian mob. I really oh, should make them a Russian mob. But dinosaur <laughs> pasta, dinosaur. It's a, it's a uh, uh, raptor parmesan. I don't know. 
<laughs> we'll workshop. Um, so I'm not seeing a good quick way to get this map in there, so I'm going to send it over the world. No, not Arganelson. Damn it. Sorry. Well, the way I see it is we either, yeah, go to the kennels and see what is happening there, what's going on, or maybe go take a trip and see Ilsa. Yeah, you've got uh, the Anvil. You've got, I mean, you could certainly stop in and check on people in... um, People, uh, the the watch station. You can head down to the kennels. Uh, you could help Harvey out and try and get those punks to you know come apologize. Because um, he said their parents would bring him by, but eh, I don't think that's actually happening. Might have been wishful thinking uh, on his part. Well, let's swing by. Let's swing by the watch and just check on Henschel. Check on Henschel and. Make sure he's not been roughed up too badly. All right. And uh, then we can figure out what we're going to do from there. All right. So you guys head up to the Middle Wards. Um, I'm going to say that just about one of the last um, decent watch houses. I'm going to use your squiggle here, Zach. Um, it's over in this, this part of the Broken Arch District. Um, so you guys take a giant magic lift through the traffic. Um, some shopkeepers are closing up. Inns are opening up. Lanterns are coming on. Uh, the sun hits the weird angles, bouncing off down through the upper towers, and striking some coruscating rainbows from the permanent waterfall that falls into the middle of Broken Arch. Where, um, yeah, this is a much nicer part of town, much more well-patrolled. Um, so you, yeah, you stop by the watch office there. It's a big, uh, big building services, basically almost all of the Northern Northwest half of the city up and down. Yeah. We're, uh, we're here to see a prisoner. I think, you know what? I don't even think we say that. I think because I have worked here and I know everybody, I just kind of like wave at, Whoever's working the front desk, I think we just walk back into the. Yeah, it's uh, Detective uh, Renee. She's she waves you back and goes, "Yeah, Walter's got the guy um, in the cells, but watch out for Twitchy. He's mm, I don't like his look. Twitchy, who's Twitchy? He's uh, Frankie. He's cooling off. Um, looks like he's missing some of his stuff, and it's not going well for him. What cells Frankie in? Uh, down at the end, the one with the soundproof wall. Alright. So yeah, so you guys head through, there's some offices, you head down um, shift change, so not too many folks in right now. Um, you go past um, Lieutenant Krusk's desk, and he gives you guys a curt nod and gestures you on. Um, you're heading down this sort of spiral uh, Spiral Fortress, basically, into some mid-level dungeons. Uh, you pass a, a deputy outside of uh, an occupied cell, and the others are open. And you get down to the bot towards the bottom, around the back, in about the wettest, dankest corner, furthest from anyone, is a room that is, you know, 
five feet wide and eight, eight feet long and most of that is taken up by a cot that's kind of moldy and gross and on that Frankie's lying kind of twitching a little bit he's not doing well he's going he's missed a few doses I, uh, I look at Wits, and I'm like, Wits, you got anything to help him out? I mean, we're we're definitely here to see Henschel. I don't care much about Frankie. Seems like he's got his own problems to worry about. Yeah, but just look at him, man. He's, yeah. he's You're looking at him through a grate, and he's struggling. Ooh, yeah. Like every fucker, poor guy in this city's drug dealer. All right, fine. I'll give him a half dose. Oh, no, it's the, that's not what I need, man. It's not strong enough anymore. Just let me out. He doesn't even recognize that you guys aren't cops. He's that out of it. Um, <laughs> but he's definitely angling for Dream Lily. Definitely. Yeah. Okay. Do I know about Dream Lily? Yeah, you would. You've, you would have heard its name a couple times. I don't know if you would have tried it yet. Mm. So we haven't tried it yet. We don't really know anyone who's like <clears throat> dealing it yet, maybe. Um. You could find out probably from like the vice sergeant or Frankie. regular. Frankie's in no shape to really okay. communicate clearly. Yeah. I know. Yeah, um, I have enough connections, yeah. especially considering like Harvey too. Like I know he wants Dreamily. Um, I don't have any. I haven't done it yet. Right. Yeah. Um, so he. Uh, it, I don't have anything that can help him. Sevens. He's gone. Yeah. Okay. There's, he well, just kind of howls. There's uh, nothing we can and, do for him. And curls up and is. In clearly in a lot of agony. Um, the only way you can help him is to put that poor fucker out of his misery. Well, you could also give him the medicine, right? Get him the medicine he needs. He has a stash. He just really wants to go and get his stash. He does not want to be in there, and he doesn't understand. Is there... He's, he's do we know, like... Are there withdrawal symptoms? Are you gonna... Like, will he be okay if he comes out of the other end of this? Or will he... Will this, like, kill him? It won't. It shouldn't kill him, but it will be unpleasant for a long time and intensely unpleasant, possibly violent or psychotic, for the next week. Yeah, wits will like like releasing the prisoner, the art uh, forging prisoner. Like he'll do it if it helps him, but he's not like running a charity here. He's not going to go find this guy's stash and give it to Frankie just to make him feel better. Yeah. Well, that's fair. That's not that's, that's fair. not no. his thing. No, Frankie's in here because he pissed off Walter by well trying to shoot an ex cop. Yeah, that happens yeah. when you try to kill someone. Yeah, pull it. You don't be a cop. You don't pull. Let's go you don't pull a gun that. on a cop without a little. Yeah. All right. Payback. Let's, uh, let's go. Let's go find Henschel. Agreed. All right. So yeah, you guys roll up back outside the door with the deputy. Deputy goes, "Oh yeah, uh, got loud and quiet down there, didn't it?" All right. Henschel's in here. He opens the door and lets you guys in the cell. It's easily four times as big as the one Frankie's in. It's got two beds that have been... One doesn't have a mattress. Both mattresses are on one bed. There's an actual blanket, which is a definite step up. Um, and, yeah, um, Henschel resting there, peaceful look on his face. And goes, what time is it? That's about... like. Eight, nine, yeah, morning or night, evening for sure. Okay, I suppose I should brush my teeth. Um, nice to see you, gentlemen. Henschel, how are they treating you? 
no bruises that show, so no worse to be expected. He is really interested in those Drask guys, though. I wonder what Boromar's paying him to crack down on them. Do you think he's working with Boromar? Pentrel just kind of looks at you blankly and blinks. Slowly. Uh, do I get the feeling he's trying to subtly tell he's, me something? He's saying, yes, of course. <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, so Hunter goes, well, I did manage to get pen and ink for a little while. I've got a note that if you can deliver it, we'll start the wheels in motion for getting you what you want. Tell me where. I'll get it there. All right. These folks usually hang out. So the broken mirror is where you need to take this. Like an inn? Yeah, you know it. You know it. It's in it's in Kalistan. Um, it's kind of also right. in the middle, just sort of centrally located. Um, give me a give me a inn check. Am I just uh, walking in, waving this note over my head, or am I no, giving it to somebody? Me, yeah, I'll I was say, who do, give we give, to, who do we give this to? Give it to uh, names. Very God. <laughs> we we need a Twitter following. <laughs> uh, I, I swear to God, I'm, I'm just opening an IMDb page. Um, yeah, give it to Danny DeVito. <laughs> Give it to uh, Habril Johns there. Habra. Habra. Beautiful name. For a beautiful human right. being. Or elf. Or dwarf. <laughs> I'm sure. Um, Listen, they'll we'll, probably. Um... Yeah. They'll be expecting something from me today. Um, we'll, uh, we'll get it there. Is there anything, anything you need in here? Um. An extra blanket wouldn't be bad. Someone to talk to. If you know anyone mm. cute that got arrested last night. Uh, other than that, I'll be I can okay. Leave you seven, I can leave you sevens to talk to if you want. He's a real conversationalist. <laughs> I'm a great conversationalist. Um, he, Yeah, given the uh, current rumors going around about your lockpicking skills. Um Dick picking skills. <laughs> yeah, uh, Henschel's not turning you down if you want to stick around for a while um, and chat. Stick but... around for a while. All right. Sevens does or does, does not. not? No, Sevens. Yep. Sevens right. wants to go to the uh, the broken mirror and uh, okay. see what's... We'll uh, we'll see what we can do about that blanket. How about that? Uh, I'd be that would be much appreciated. And also, just like right. some olive oil, something. Just... <laughs> yeah. Well, you are in jail. Let's not get greedy here. Hey, this is a basic necessity. Elves got to moisturize. I want to, on our way out, do we pass any, like, supply rooms? Um, like, office supplies, but, like, armory, that's locked down well away from the prison area. Um, Any, like, housekeeping? Anywhere that would sell blankets? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We're definitely just taking one. Sure. Um, Yeah. You, you grab a, a nicer looking blanket off a off a linen shelf and knock some. I dust don't off even like. And... 
Yeah. I open the door. I don't even go in. You just see my arm enter frame as I throw it at him. And then just shut the door. He goes, thank you, darling. See you soon. (laughs) All right, Sevens. Let's uh, let's get out of here. Let's boogie. Hadra. So we're going to see Hadra. Habra. Habra Johns. Habra Johns at the Broken Mirror. All right. Yeah. um, It is now late in the evening. Uh, Do you guys do anything else while you're at the station? Walter is probably around. Um, so is Lieutenant so. Krusk. He saw you go in, but you know he's keeping up his end. Um, hell, he might already be down at the bar. It's getting on up there. Um, okay. No, I think we. I think we'd just head up. All right. So you guys. Yeah. You guys head out and the information we wanted. Head into the seedy, seedy kind of greasy fog that's rolled in for the night. Um, the well at district is fine, but as you go down, back down to Calistan, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's kind of gross. Um, I mean, the fog, dark vision helps a little bit, but like the neon is reflected off it. There are gouts of steam coming up from the cog works down below. Um, sometimes a dull kind of orangey glow that permeates down from the light coming from up above, reflecting off the, the fogs. Um, you guys stick to the busier streets for a while, and as you head down towards the Broken Mirror, which is yeah, maybe five blocks up from the Kennels area, um, give me perception checks. That's a critical fail. That is a double that is critical a fail. Double Seriously? Critical fail. Oh, <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, this was not meant to be. I have. Holy two, crap. I have two. How does that happen? Feet. How do you roll two ones? Um, it is a 5% of 5% chance. Um, yikes. Wow. Uh, yeah, so sevens. Um, We're getting murdered for sure. <laughs> you Stupid round a corner. Um, you're just ahead of Wits, who stopped for a moment to look back at a, at a window, and there's there some art in that window that really uh, distracted Wits. Oh, <laughs> yes, art. <laughs> some art, quote unquote. Yeah, living, moving art. Certainly was not, you know, someone on the job. Oh. <laughs> living art. Where is my? Ah, ha, ha, ha. All right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm going to say with the double critical fail, an arrow suddenly sprouts from your shoulder. Uh, Ow! Let's see. One. You say, you presume, because nothing actually hurts you. <laughs> no, he's, he's definitely registering systems damage, and he knows that people say ow when they get hurt. That's right. <laughs> I like the idea that it's completely devoid of, like, actual panic, though. It's just, <laughs> ow. Ow. <laughs> yeah, you've got no idea where it came from. Um, but you hear footsteps as people rush up from behind you. Um, All right. Uh, do that. Uh, ten, I'm assuming, misses you, Sevens. Yes. And what about Wits? Oh, sorry. I just wanted to ogle some women, and now I'm going to get hit. Now you, 
now you're going to get, uh, yeah, guys running up with knives and clubs. Um, Did I take six points of damage from that arrow? You took six right. points of damage from that arrow. I think clunked into you. Ah, I keep forgetting. Sorry. Eleven. You get hit. I know you got low AC, but that's, that feels too low. Uh, to hit, to hit an eleven ties. So I guess you do hit. Her. All right. Yeah. Um. Oh wait. I think I get a plus one for armor. Did you take out our fancy leather armor with you? No. Are you wearing armor? Oh. Well, okay. You said in the past that you normally don't. No, but we are going to a place we were told not to go tonight. You are out and about, so if you're wearing armor, I'm fine with it. You, It would make sense for you to be equipped. I think normally for normal sleuthing at night, I would not. But since Harvey told us not to go to the kennel and we're going to go later, that I'm wearing it. All right. All right, so yeah, he just misses. Uh, this club skitters off the, the edge of it, and the armor takes the blow. Um, you can see one more guy kind of looking up the back alley behind you. Clearly a lookout for these people who are trying to kill you. I mean, normally they'd give you the option of giving you their mo- your money first. Roll initiative. Oh, boy. All right. So, first up, Wits. Ow! He tried to stab you. What a jerk. Yeah, so Wits has uh, a few daggers on his person. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's got... Does he have that crossbow yet? Yeah, he has that crossbow. crossbow. Yeah, so that's at his hip. Um, But So this guy missed him with his club, so he grabs his arm as it goes by him, and he just decks him with the other hand right to the side of the skull. Nice. Yeah. Give me a, give me that barehanded attack. So, strength or dex plus proficiency. Uh, is that, Solid that's a save. That's, that's safe. That's. I mean, it's the same, right? Yeah. Pulls a d twenty plus the twenty. I believe a natural twenty. That is a natural twenty. Let's keep it. <laughs> um, is that double damage? What is that? Well, considering barehanded damage is strictly your strength. Yeah, for unarms. No, it's not 1d4. It's is 1d4 it, oh, for monks. It for, uh, it's just your strength. Um, I'm going to say that with the crit, because your strength is like an 8, right? It's pretty... 11. Oh, okay. So I'm going to say that you can put him exactly where you want him, and if you put him into a wall... It'll deal a d6 plus your dex. Yeah, for sure. D6. Dex bonus is one. So I got another crit. <laughs> Seven Jesus. damage. Ouch. I'm the best. Yeah. I'm the fucking best fighter. So this guy, one of them is badly shaken. Cool. Alright. Um, yeah, sevens, you're up. Uh, you look around and go, oh my goodness, there are people here. Yeah, I def- I draw my sword, my shield. There's still uh, an archer further away. Um, how far away is the archer? I'm going to say like 50 feet. He's down the end of the alley, crouched behind and some barrels. And you've got a guy with a dagger attacking wits and you. Yeah, I want to run up and I want to try and put myself between that guy and wits. Um, <clears throat> I definitely want to um, try and protect wits if I can. 
Well, you see Wits throw a guy into a wall um, with enough force that you heard ribs crack. Um, There's still a guy on you, but you can maneuver to put you yourself between that guy and Wits, as well as kind of put the archer between. Um, Let's do that, but I kind of want to deal with this guy on me. That's fair. So you've you've moved into position. Everyone, nobody's left melee range. Go for it. What Um, do you do? You're in a narrow alley all sorts of crates and barrels and some netting. Um, okay. I want to try and, like... <clears throat> I don't want to kill him. I want to, like, hit him with the flat of my sword. Like, Wait, the... you, you want to kill him? No, I don't want to kill you him. You don't. That's always... I, I won't make you choose until you... Okay. okay. Not, until you get them down to zero, so... We need to get you like a baton. Baton? I've got one somewhere. Um, what I need to do is sit further back and then actually be able to gesticulate. Um, but yeah, so go ahead. What are you going to do? You've got your long sword out, you got your shield. Uh, yeah, so I, I think I'm going to, yeah, I got my sword and shield out. I'm going to try and just hit him with the flat part of my <laughs> sword blade. Okay, yeah. Uh, what you got? Does a 16 hit him? Oh, yeah. And then I I deal a Holy lot of damage crap. for that. Shazbot. Uh, cool. How? Uh, 14, I, 14 let me make sure damage. that's right. Um, a, oh, you did crit. I did crit. So you did crit. We're the best. Eight. <laughs> oh, and my God. Yeah, he just... What? I have one magic bonus, plus I get my plus two because I have the so, dueling fighting style. So, yeah, you roll 2d8 plus three. That's, yeah, absolutely reasonable for that. Um, holy crap. Yeah, he uh, he yeah, is wherever you want to and unconscious. Um, <laughs> I think I just think I fucking drop him, like right there. Yeah, like I just do a dumpster. You, you just, I, also in the alley. I just bring your sword around and go. Wow. Yeah, right on the side of the head, and then I just yeah, I pick him up. And he and just I crumples. Throw him in the dumpster. You, yeah, you catch him on his way down, and without even looking just i keep charging after that like i just run towards wits all right um uh, well wits is right next to you you are there but there is an archer down at one end of the alley all right and Uh, there is a watcher or safety man i tell wits Um, to get behind me and i want to like hold up my shield to try and stop that archer from shooting at us yeah, uh, you kind of duck behind the dumpster. You just drop the guy in. You got your shield up. Wits is behind you. The guy is recovered off the wall and is going to lunge at Wits again. Um, so that'll be... It's not my apologies. It's supposed to be plus four. Um, and again, just misses. Um and then the archer takes a shot. Oof, nothing. Pings off the shield. Bolt is lost into the night. And yeah, back around at the top. Wits, you're up. This guy is, oof. He's, he's kind of sad with his little club. Okay. Like his, um... his heart's not in it. <laughs> Yeah, I'm getting, like, I'm not, like, he's competent in a fight, but he's not, like, you know, bloodlusted or anything. He's not going to use his daggers, I don't think. Well, I mean, 
He's going to use the hilt of his yeah. dagger, the pommel, to hit the guy on the head. That's totally fair. Um, give me that sneak. Give me that attack with your sneak attack if you want. Because oh, yeah, yeah, your ally plus... is right there in melee with him. Yeah. Um... Oh come on! I didn't put a dagger in. Was that one d four? Yes, and it's finesse plus dex. I'll just do the save again. I'll program that in before the next session. So, 19 hit. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then... So, 1d4 plus dex plus 2... Sneak attack, which is 2... 2 or 3 I think it's 2 at this level. Okay. Yeah. So, that plus that plus 1. So, 9 total. Yeah, he is... Oh, he's done. Yeah, you... So... Not the jaw you punched him in that sent him into the wall, but the other one is where you catch him with the pommel and he just drops um, in place. Um, the guy right, with seven, the... you yeah, you go after that archer on the other end. I'll deal with the lookout. All right, All right. so seven block the alley so um, he doesn't shoot me. <laughs> you see a kind of uh, hunchbacked shape and cloak with a bow. See his two friends drop, and he's looking kind of. Looking like looking around. Um, what do you do? Is he looking to look in the book? He's 50 feet away. It's foggy. It's a little dark. Right. You can make him out. I, but... I want to start running down the alley. Okay. Does he, is he running away from me or is he going to hold his ground? Um, we'll know on his action. So you, yeah, you charge down the alley. You are halfway there. You can right, yeah, spend the rest of your move to go, uh, the and then I, and then I am going to do this. I'm going to channel my divinity, and I am going to summon a host of vines to spring up from the ground and entrap this archer. Right, yeah, um... and restrain him. Fair enough. So he needs to do a. Strength dexterity save. Your choice. He will do dexterity. So. <clears throat> ha! That's not going to uh, do it. Critically <laughs> So he Yikes. goes. Uh, yeah. Um, him in vines. Yeah. It. It grabs him around the leg. It grabs one of his arms. His bow is broken in the process as he tries to get away. His quiver spills. All the arrows out are on his feet as they start to grow little sprouts from the wood on them just as this fey presence. Um, and these spectral vines bring out sort of the inner nature. Um, the barrels nearby are also starting to sprout little, just little shoots, little leaf. Um, and this guy is, yeah. Oh, he's not going anywhere. I'm going to say he, yeah, it's going to be, he's going to fail his next turn automatically. He's not going to get to roll. Um, and yeah, so there's your move, your action, unless you have a bonus you want to use. Um, I... I'm feeling pretty good about this fight. I feel like Wits can handle his shit at this point, so I think I'm yeah. going to be good. I mean, Wits has got a lookout 50 feet away from him. Ooh. Could I have used Cunning Action last turn to dash towards that lookout? You absolutely could. 
Um, okay. So you would be like halfway there. Yeah, you two are now next to each other, halfway to the lookout. Oh no, sorry, you went for the lookout. Yeah, we split. Yeah, so you guys split. Directions. Okay. Um, yeah, lookout's still twenty feet away, um, but it's the lookout's turn. Um, yeah, he's gonna throw something at you in the dark. Um, Who throws a shoe? <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> Thirteen. Does that connect? Nope. It Not with mine. Doesn't hit the armor. Ballistic vest on. Oh, you have. Fancy. Oh, you have the vest on. I thought you were say regular armor. Cool. Um, yeah, because we're going to the kennels tonight. Which. Yep. Yeah. So you have, so you have the nice one. All right. Um, one of these days, I will actually be prepared. That that might be a lie. An exaggeration. Any of us. <clears throat> Tools. I don't know. I got a, I got like three journals in front of me. I don't know what you guys are talking about. <laughs> I have I have a lot a of beer. A lot of lamp and a beer. Um, <laughs> yeah, so uh in between you and him there's like a writhing a whole bunch a whole bunch of uh ropes kind of spring out of the bag like like a snake spring from a can. And they are writhing around, um, covering a 10-foot area between you and him. And he starts to run. Um, can I... Can I interest you <laughs> <laughs> in using Insightful Ability, which lets me use their tactics to counter them, if I succeed on a roll, to counter this seeming trap? Well, it's, that's it's a tanglefoot bag. Um so it's going to be like a DC 10 acrobatics check to get through yeah. that area without getting tangled up. Do some flippy... I'm going to do it. Um, yeah, if you want to use insight to give yourself advantage on that check, that's that's fine. But honestly, he's he's running. Like, he is... And one booking it. Mm, well, we have, we have one. I'm going to stop short of the you got, riding. You've got two unconscious guys... Yeah. Um, I'm going to stop short and let him go. All right. Yeah. He's, he's not worth it. Um, yeah. You definitely know, you know, he's about, that guy, the lookout looked, looked like a goblin sized. Um, one of the guys you knocked out was a shifter. The other one knocked out was uh, human, but the guy down with the bow who is, uh, restrained looks like he might be a knoll. Um, so yeah. Uh, Wits, you still have your turn. If there's anything else you want to do, otherwise... No, I'm walking back to the null thug that's tied up. Right. Yeah, you'll, you'll catch up in a little bit. Um, yeah, Zach, he's restrained. Uh, what are you going to do to him? Uh, I, I want to ask him... Right, so I, I, I get right in his face, uh, and I go, Who sent you? Tell me, or I'll kill you. And I hold, hold my sword, like, right, just right Ooh. in his neck, like, right under give his chin. An, give me an intimidation check with advantage, because good God. Well, we need to work on your threats, too. They're very... I know, right? Gotta, gotta get some range in there. Very, uh... All or nothing. I'm still learning humanoid. 
Tell me or I'll debone you. Or I'll de- something imaginative. Or I'll tear your arms off. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's he's pisses himself. Um, makes a null smell worse, uh, and his breath is like rotting flesh. And he's sort of gibbering and begging for his life. He says, "We just saw you had money. It's not sent us. We're hungry." Am I in range? Oh yeah. yeah. This this right, takes a do... while. I want to do Ear for Deceit, which is a wisdom check to see if they're lying. Ooh, go for it. Um, do I just do a counter wisdom check for that? Let me Google. E, uh, ear for Deceit. When you choose this archetype at third level, you develop a keen ear for picking out lies whenever you make a wisdom insight check to determine whether a creature is lying. Treat a roll of seven or lower as an eight. Okay. Sweet. Insight. So- Twenty-three. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, uh, he's not lying. They were just hungry, and you guys looks like fairly easy marks for the four of them. And then we trounced them. And we whooped them. Like, all right. Where should any of your friends out and about? Should we avoid any areas tonight? Uh, he goes. Um, I just. Alright, sevens let him go. He's no use to us. Yeah, he is. This this I, guy is useless. I I don't let him go. What I do is I grab him and I drag him down the alleyway, and I right. push As, him next to the other two unconscious ones, and I tie them up and I leave them there, oh. all together, like back to back to back. Which just kind of like raises an eyebrow at it and kind of gives you like a half smile. All right, um, <laughs> give me a, a dexterity check, sleight of hand, technically. Wait, wait. Wits watches you do that. Kind of like gives you a half smile. And, Are you done playing with your food? <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> hold it. Uh, yeah, yeah Wits, you would go that. Oh, that's, that's I don't know how to tell not going to hold anyone. I, I only have three fingers. Uh, listen, Sevens, when we get back to the office, I'll give you a rundown on. Well, one. I'll give you a rundown on one, some more threats. I think we need to increase your vocabulary a bit there. And. Next step, we'll probably teach you how to tie some knots. How about that, buddy? Okay. That uh-huh. All right. All right. Yeah. We... Let's get going. Yeah. They. He doesn't even move. He just. Do they have anything else? Can no, I... they got. They got nothing. Uh, you know what? I feel they, bad got... for them. I'm just like gonna... they left their nicest arrow embedded in your chest. <laughs> um, all of his others are broken. Souvenir. All of his others are broken from the extra divine <laughs> magic that you threw at it. <laughs> And Sevens is uh, he's totally gonna have quite the collection of broken arrowheads by the end of this yeah. story. Um, <laughs> he used to make a necklace out of them. Just leave it there. Uh, yeah, it's still sticking out. Uh, you guys turn and walk down the alley, and the rope that was wrapped around the knoll just kind of falls to the ground. <laughs> I yeah. So here. I think we're starts... walking down the alley, and that happens, and I, like, I clap wits on the back, and I go, it's going to be a hell of a night, buddy. Always is, Sevens. Always is. Sunday's gloomy. My hours are slumberless. Dearest, the shadows I live with are numberless. Little white flowers will never awaken you. Not where the black coach of sorrow has taken you. 
angels have no thought of ever returning you. Would they be angry if I thought of joining you? 